Oh, hey, man, let's go hit up this fucking next house, dude. Gonna get some dental floss. Don't you want, like, a full-size Snicker bar or something? Or a fucking large soda. Oh. Ooh, we could get those ice cream. What fucking kids are dude, terrible. Those kids are straight assholes. Jesus. Here comes the spooky! Hey everybody, I want to introduce you to my buddy, Airbud, Airbud Presents Spooky Buddies, Cincinnati Jeff. What's going on, all you chuds and chudettes? Here comes the Spookies back with episode 42. First up, we're going to talk about the Texas Chain Paw Massacres oh. before we go to Haddonfield to find out that fucking Lori Stroh is a shitty-ass mom. So sit back, relax, tie that buddy to a chair, and make him listen to your second favorite podcast. What's going on, everybody? This is the Here Comes the Spooky podcast, the home of the fucking Dukes of Spook. I am your host, Cincinnati Jeff, a.k.a. Salsavon Mummy. And here with me, deep in the bowels of Planet X in the CNC Fart Factory, is my co-host, Orange Joe, Nachos McWarrell. Nachos, how you doing today, pal? How the fuck is everybody doing this fine Friday afternoon? Uh, doing fucking fantastic, sir, because I love recording on Fridays because it gives me the full fucking weekend to sober up. Well, I believe Lover Boys said that everybody's working for the weekend. Mm, speaking of Lover Boys, we've got fucking Simple Ben here with us in the studio today. Old Uncle Ben's back in the studio with us. Como esta, fuck boys. <laughs> and might I say in our current climate, fuck girls and fuck everybody else. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Excellent, excellent. I love it. All right. So here we are, gentlemen. Uh, episode 42. <laughs> we did it. I can't fucking believe it. I mean, we have gotten the. So I did the I did the the, the quick math. And by I did it. Uh, the pod bean told me that yes. we have now uh, posted 50 episodes. That includes a little bonus stuff. Well, like let's th- not start sucking each other's dicks off yet. So, you That's know, we're mission. We're almost through our second year. We've got two more episodes to go before we take our summer break. I love these summer breaks. Originally, we were going to go through and do just continue on right and then uh when 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 baby cincinnati was born last summer nachos and i were like let's just fucking take a couple of months off and i was like dude all right awesome because we fucking recharged got some fresh ideas so i'm really excited to take the summer off uh then i get to watch horror movies for fun again 42 holy shit what is it they, they say the uh the breaking point is the eighth episode right if your podcast is gonna uh quote unquote make it or not right. make it right they say if you make it through the first eight you're at fucking 42 dude yep. that's like eight times at least like 30 i think you know something like that six well, because we've got Six-ish. like bonus stuff like we did, like the Mandalorian episode. We've done several worst Resident Evil episodes. Worst of the franchises. I did a episode with uh, Aaron Southworth from the uh, Horrible Horror Podcast and on it's canceled. the Them first boys. two seasons of Buffy. It's canceled. Which, thanks Joss Whedon, we'll probably never finish now. <laughs> so, shit like that. But Wait, I mean, can you do like Angel or whatever the fucking spinoffs are? Is that still too close to the, the Whedon? It's all him, yeah. So we're not going to do the Avengers. Can we do the Schneider cut of a fucking uh, Batman punchy? Bomb? If we're doing any fucking cuts, I want the give me fucking part four, Jason. Give me the fucking Zito cut. Bring me the Ackroyd cut. <laughs> <laughs> I was just looking really forward to that uh, Ghost Airbud episode you guys were going to do. I'm but, uh, sorry. Yeah, I'm way to sorry. go, Nachos. 
I'm sorry, Fucking everybody. blew it. <laughs> hey, by the way, that's not happening to anybody <laughs> listening. So, <laughs> Yeah, sorry, guys. We're doing uh, Halloween 4. <laughs> so, but hey, before we get started, of course, I've always got a couple of things to bring up. News and stuff. So, uh, first up is Pet Cemetery. Yay. Is getting a, another remake. Um, Can we just fucking call it a sequel at this point? Can we make a sequel to part two? Well, so here's the thing about the last remake, or the only remake, I should say, is that they the studio did that because the rights were going reverting back to Stephen King, so they had to bang one out real quick to make some money on I it. I want to say that was Paramount. Yes. Okay. So, um, it's a piece of shit. It's not the worst fucking movie I've ever seen. John Lithgow's incredible, but he's, you know, he's not, uh, what's his nuts? Oh, Roads. You can just say, fuck that movie. It's okay. I think it, all of our fans understand that movie was kind of a piece of shit. It wasn't great. It's like, hey, the big twist is like, the girl dies instead of Gage. I will straight up say, I mean, yeah, John Lithgow all goddamn day, and that main coon cat they had play church dead now i'm sorry but that little motherfucker was a prince and he showed up to the debut with a little bow tie on main coon cats are the best dude. goddamn right dude they're like the rolls royce of they, cats. Didn't, they yep. didn't have like the dead guy that would visit oh uh pascal yeah he was in there for a minute and i think they're like oh let's switch it up or something i don't fucking yeah remember. They, they they didn't they, they took all the best parts and fucking ruined them out and they were like hey let's run with it the ending was crazy I didn't oh, necessarily that, that like okay. it over the first one, but I'm like, all right, well, definitely see this ending coming. So that's kind of cool. Yeah, and then fucking Eddie Forlang shows up and does his puberty screech for like nine tenths of the movie. I like part two. <laughs> you don't? I, I do. I do because Clancy Drew, Brown, buddy, dude, just he's eating that mashed, eating the mashed potatoes, like <laughs> skinning those fucking prized rabbits, dude. That was fucked. I love that it. Have fucked. you seen any of the pet cemeteries there, Simple Ben? Uh the original. Okay. But it's been a long, long time. The second one's got uh, a fat kid and Edward Furlong in it. Oh, perfect. Oh, and it has Sold. Josh. Josh, uh, What was Tom Hanks' dude from fucking Big? What Where that chick fucked him, so she's a kid fucker now? Oh. Uh, <laughs> Josh Baskin. Josh Baskin's friend. The shimmy, shimmy, coco puff. Shimmy, shimmy, shimmy wow. <laughs> so it's that kid, and he's a fucking little jack-off in this movie. You know, I'll save it for when we do Pet Cemetery 2. Yeah, we will do it. Season 5. <laughs> five seasons in a movie. All right, so uh, moving on, next one is the Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie. The new one. Oh. Has a new title, and it's now called Texas Chainsaw Massacre Begins. The name alone already seems at odds with the premise of the movie. Here's what Dread Central had to say about it. Oh, boy. Texas Chainsaw Begins wrapped last year. Plot details are locked in a meat fridge somewhere, but we do know it will feature all practical gore effects. Plus, it takes place in the present with Leatherface as an old man. Sounds good. That's what they wrote. Mm. They wrote that. Do they have the sound the envelope full of money sliding across the table? Yeah, no shit, dude. This is like 1950s fucking DJs getting their fucking palms greased to fucking play fucking, you know, some Chuck Berry. It just sounds like Texas Chainsaw Massacre, but he's old. Yeah, we had yeah. that. We but had it's, that but twice. it begins? How does it fucking begin? We have Texas to Chainsaw the Massacre, the beginning! It's yeah. a prequel, but he's old. Like, what the fuck? And so we've Time got travel. Texas Chainsaw, what, like three? It's restarted, I guess, three, right, three, three originals I'll now? break it down for you. Three Texas beginnings? Chainsaw Massacre, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2, Texas Chainsaw Massacre No, 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 no I, just, I just want the, 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 the start over. So oh. one, three. Uh, okay, so there's the Jessica Beale. Where it's uh, Thomas Hewlett, yeah, 
And that, so that on its own is current day flashback. And then there's that second one's a prequel they get to mm-hmm. that, which with Jordan Brewster, that one was okay. Uh, then they have that one that's in Norwegia or whatever the fuck. That's a place I know geography. And you technically, you have uh, Leatherface, which just came out a few years ago. That's that dog shit I'm talking about, yeah. dude. And then they're like, then hey. you have the original. Oh, yeah, then, the OG then, timeline, then of course. The technically, Texas is a massacre. Three, Leatherface is also a. It's kind of like a standalone reimagining of the first one. I could say, and I will say, God damn it, there's no could involved. Uh, saw his family, but it's not a it's not a sequel. I, I say it is a sequel. I mean, because you could decipher Texas Chainsaw Massacre to any way you want. Is it a dream sequence? Did it even really happen? Oh, I think it did. I mean, it, I will fucking give it to the Hellraiser franchise. At least they fucking know where they're going or they have some sort of roadmap. They're like continuing on with the story as we're fucking Texas Chainsaw is like every other movie. They're like, let's restart it uh, again. It's like the fucking X-Men. Did Brian Singer write this? <laughs> Texas Chainsaw Massacre, A New Hope. <laughs> <laughs> I'd watch that. This chainsaw belonged to your father <laughs> from the Clone Wars. He killed many yinglings with it. This is a third prequel to the second sequel. <laughs> That's right. All right. So then, last up, uh, and this is uh, this is a little bit different here than we normally do on the Here Consumer Shifting Podcast. Years. Uh, the Texas Chain Paw Massacre Pet Adoption. Oh, so this is really cool. So I came across this because uh, Bloody Disgusting and the Nerdist had uh, article each on it when I was looking up horror news, and actually, it actually got talked about uh, a couple weeks ago on the Point. Hey, isn't the which Nerdist- is weird. Isn't that Fishboy from fucking House of a Thousand Corpses? The Nerdist? No, that was Dwight. I'm sorry, dude. Continue. So they brought it up on The Point here in St. Louis, the radio show, 105.7 The, the Point. point. <clears throat> and I was like, okay, that's interesting. I'm going to look this up. So what we have here is there are two sisters who are animal lovers and horror movie fans. They love animals. They love horror. So I reached out to them after reading the articles. I'm like, hey, can you guys give me some info that maybe I didn't get from the articles? Um, so they kind of give me the breakdown. Basically, the idea came about just, you know, they were having a conversation one day while they were discussing animals in horror movies, how they're unappreciated, and they're often just there for emotional manipulation, right? They're kind of on screen. Most of the time, they're killed off or even forgotten about. Oh, Sunday. (laughs) So, you know, they're just either there, they disappear, they're killed off. So they thought it would be a super fun idea to start an Instagram page highlighting these furry stars while also having a purpose. So they both support pet adoptions and they have a ton of rescues themselves and they thought it'd be awesome to have these animals in these shelters find homes to good people in the horror community so basically what they do is okay. they scour um the pet finder website and a few others but mostly featured on pet finder and they find animals that look like animals featured in horror movies one of the ones that came up recently since we're doing halloween 4 was the dog looked just like sunday from halloween 4 so they're like i think his name was uh Bose. Um, but like you, they could find you a cat that looks like Jonesy. Okay, from Aliens. Um, I'd be a little reluctant. I would love to have the. I would church. love to have the poodle from Boneyard. Is that a poodle? What is that? Whatever that is from fucking Boneyard. I'll take a Phyllis cool. Dillard too. Yeah, you can find me one of those. This but is like, a really gnarly idea. I like this. This is great. Yeah, it's cool. huge. And then I, I asked them. I was like, so like since the articles and stuff, like have you like seen like a big explosion in followers? So like, yeah, our social media presence really blown up. And so Petfinder, you know, again, like adopting animals is it's kind of like adopting humans. Like they, it's very hush hush. They don't tell you 
where the animals have gone. So I asked them, I was like, do they let you know? And they're like, no, not really. So if anyone from Pet Finders is listening, hey, just let these sisters know that, hey, you helped these animals get adopted. You don't have to say to whom, but just say you, thank you for doing it. Because this is this is these two sisters just doing it as a hobby. They get no money for this. They get no, you know, like just nothing. personal gratification. Yeah, it's all yeah. it's just fucking exactly. they're humans doing good human. This is dude, this is a really, really, really cool thing too. This is a this is a big topic, especially for me and my wife. Uh, we, uh, we're, we're, we're really big into, uh, we have four dogs at home, dudes. We're dog lovers, animal lovers in general. And we've been very vocal about pet adoption. And, you know, I know it sounds cliche, the whole adopt, don't shop crap, but it's, it's so true, man. Like these fucking puppy mills and shit have gotten out of control. And the best thing you can do is just go to a local shelter, get on pet finder, find these people that are fostering animals, go down to fucking St. Louis humane society, no kill shelters, Help them out, man. Like, they're getting overloaded. Like, especially, and I found out through COVID, they were getting fucking hammered because this stupid rumor got out that that uh, animals can carry COVID and get people sick. So these fucking ignorant ass motherfuckers that deserve to fucking die in rotten hell would take their pets and fucking drop them off at shelters because they said they were worried about them bringing COVID to their family. Fucking Go dumb. fuck yourself. Die fucking slowly, motherfuckers, because that is some evil shit. Like, dude, there's a lot of good animals out there fucking adopt seriously fucking do it yeah but ben how do you really feel yeah well <laughs> give so, me 10 more minutes <laughs> i mean so all of mine like are our rescues like you know we we scoured like um like pet finders and places like that or um even using social media and like even craigslist where it was like hey they weren't selling the animals the cats or the dogs are like we are come pick one up or they're going to the humane society kind of thing Ooh, like doggy death row so i drove uh, i drove fucking three hours for linkovich chamovsky fucking continental over there <laughs> he's really uh, stressed out my dad picked him. up riley from from a uh, from a from a uh, uh, a shelter for us um uh, Zeus before he passed away may he rest and fucking never because he was a jerk no I'm just rest <laughs> and piss motherfucker <laughs> no I'm kidding I love that pieces cat. bitch uh, he was just he was mean but I did I loved him he I was the only one he liked um but he he was an alley cat that like we literally adopted a, a stray he pulled a knife on me one time when I was um, cat sitting I yeah. just want you to know that so like we you know we just we I'm all for this you know like when when uh, you know fucking hopefully not anytime soon but when these guys go we're definitely gonna get another one and it'll it, you know be the same thing we're gonna go through you know adoption agencies and like that because it's just fantastic because i don't one i'm not gonna fucking sorry i love my dog but i'm not paying thousands of dollars for a pet no to fucking have when i know i can fucking get one for fucking free plus shots right. and and the care that they give and and i don't want to see fucking animals get euthanized it's awful <laughs> what was the old bill bird joke he's like i went down to the pound and got me one of those free dogs yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what if you get a Rottweiler and it pees battery acid? Dude, know? man's best friend. Then you kind of, did you just, hey, maybe. Lance Hendrickson, man. I love that movie. And fucking Ali Sheedy. Mm. Yeah. I heard she had dumb truck tits and surprise. Is that me or you? Could be. Oh, oh shit. shit. Is the purge starting? Uh, it's Amber Alert. Oh, I'm right Fairfield, here. Fairfield, Nine-year-old. Oh, boy. Okay. Nine-year-old, uh, Ali Matthews, Amber Alert, uh, Teal Ford, Focus. Uh, Fairfield, Illinois. So we're just putting that out there. May 21st at 9.14 p.m. So obviously this episode is going to go out uh, much after this Amber Alert. But, uh, you know, if you see that car, it's too late, motherfuckers. <laughs> no, stop that. <laughs> no. How's that kid even driving? I don't get it, dude. That doesn't make sense. You guys are terrible fucking humans. Oh, yeah. And that's, that's a nice that. little. Uh, we're talking in, about these sisters being these fucking great fucking humans. Ford. You pieces of shit are fucking awful. Well, they're picking up our slack, dude. Yeah. A teal Ford Focus. Fuck, hopefully they're driving to the car lot to get a nicer car than that. <laughs>
Jesus. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I hit the crickets and the applause at the same time. Perfect. That, that's the perfect reaction. <laughs> that's one that. of my head noises. <laughs> All right, uh, all right. So we are, uh, we are now moving on um, to Halloween Four. That's right, the so, return of, of Darth Vader. <laughs> I got a bet You'll of see. Mike Myers. Yes. All right. So when, where was the first time you saw this movie? There, uh, simple Ben. Yeah, start with you, buddy. So the first time I uh, technically watched it was at the drive-in with you guys, but it was yeah. fucking freezing cold out in my old man's car. Yep. Behind the bushes. Exactly. Try to talk dirty to me, baby. It's in the old man's Ford. (laughs) I was fucking dumb. Fuck. Like poison or get the fuck out. Dude, why don't you drink some poison and shut the fuck up? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Nachos was distracting me with his McWerewolf in the bushes. (laughs) (laughs) It's like 30 degrees and he's in a jumpsuit dressed like Michael Myers because on Halloween. And you and I are like in fucking like bulky ass clothes. We're like got three coats on. He's like, oh, I'm so fucking cold. Can I get one of them coats? Nah, dude, fuck you. Drink more. (laughs) Well, we had had to wear masks for the pandemic and fucking i up the nachos Andy. brought a michael myers mask he's walking to the pisser and he's like this was a fucking terrible idea it is so cold out here and my face is freezing because <laughs> <laughs> you don't you get that fucking mask on and shit and it, you're just cooking up fog and shit and it's like stick it to your face and so uh kudos to michael myers for yep. wearing a mask so that was the first time i watched it well kind of watched it but we were distracted getting yelled at by people because we were laughing and drinking and <laughs> yeah, having a good time but officially like watched it front to back and actually paid attention about six hours ago all right what'd you think no, i'm uh, just kidding <laughs> uh cincinnati jeff i'll let you go because i have a little bit with this all right man so summer 94 so i've talked about it several times but this was back you when had your six string <laughs> that's the summer of 69 which by the way i'm pretty sure fucking brian adams might have been like four it then. was the summer of 94 not quite sure what he's singing i about. got my butthole touched but uh this is you fucking Schnooks Video Club, right? You've rent shit for fucking Hell yeah, two movies dude. for a dollar. And I talk about it all the time, dude. I'd fucking take a bunch and bootleg them. So I'm nine years old, and my fucking parents would let he me go pick up anything old. I want for fucking five bucks. I get ten movies, which was the maximum you could fucking take from Schnooks at one time. And I'd bootleg all these. And this was the first time I saw it was when I was fucking bootlegging it. And I skipped school to stay at home and fucking bootleg these movies. <laughs> You could get fucking fucking movies, games, and concert tickets at the same goddamn counter. Right? Oh, yeah. Remember, you would always go there, right? If you didn't want to stand in line at the box office, you could go there and fucking get your concert. Man, I'm And they were usually cheaper, too, because they didn't charge you a fucking uh, ticket handling fee. Yeah. Oh, some bullshit fee. Yeah, they didn't charge you the bullshit Ticketmaster fee. Yeah, Ticketmaster. That's what it was. So, Nachos, how about you, buddy? All right, so remember seeing him video? No, moving on. Okay, well, fuck it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do remember seeing him. It was right there from my house. Now it's some kind of dog factory or something. Um, I Hospital. believe it's a fucking <laughs> veterinarian. <laughs> yeah, dog factory. Dude, it did turn into the hostess store for a while. Motherfucker, I know. That's why I have adult obesity and shit. <laughs> dude, we used to... Because of fucking lemon pies. Yeah, oh. the old hostess store. Yeah, yeah. God, now it's right. Davis uh, Pen Animal Hospital, uh-huh. I think, yeah can't get any pies there but i guess you're saving animals lives so i guess it's a deal breaker no nah, I'd, I'd go back to the host and shit for sure i mean I like i have your dog shit over there and then like have me some cherry fucking hostess pies so i got that shit there i watched it with my buddy jesse arms who i ran into yesterday and i was talking about that shit and so it's weird like that but uh the first time i heard of halloween four so i used to go with i used to go to school with this guy aubrey jones and this dude was a straight up pathological liar he lied about shit all the goddamn oh, I time 
especially movies. Supposedly, he had a cousin who had every movie ever. He had Star Wars 4, The Return of Darth Vader. Yes, technically, A New Hope is The Return of Darth Vader, but by today's standards, he was fucking full of shit. Uh, but back in 97, he was talking about, he was talking out of his ass. He also had Halloween 7. Michael Myers goes to Las Vegas. Now, I'm not a betting man, but odds are he's probably full of shit. <laughs> All right. So that's that. I want that movie so bad. Kind of? Goes to Las Vegas. Michael Myers goes to I mean, Las I'd fucking Vegas. watch that. So uh, this is not a video nasty. This is not on our Hello Nasty list. Uh, but uh, directed by Dwight H. Little. Am I know what he did? Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, he, he was a little mouse that was in the race car all the time. Right, driving <laughs> yeah, the shaky mouse movie. Yeah. <laughs> 1998's Phantom of the Opera. The one with Robert England? Yeah, Bobby E. Man of Travels, you still have my copy, you piece of shit. Also, Free Willy 2. Yeah, it was Free Willy 2, okay. Broken Arrow, which I fucking love. Travolta. Are you shitting me? And uh, fucking... Uh, Cindy Crawford. <laughs> no? That was a Cindy Crawford? Christian. Free Willy Slater. 2. Whale in Las Vegas. <laughs> and then Murder at 1600 with fucking old fucking tax evasors Wesley Snipes. All right, I didn't fucking just snot all over myself. Everything's fine. <clears throat> all right, well, you know what time it is. It's time to meet... Do not talk oh to me. Oh my god! Talk to the xylophone. He's killing me! He's killing me! I'm gonna talk to that xylophone. I'm gonna talk to that xylophone. It's gonna happen. These suck. Can I have one of your bush beers? It's a fucking. No, drink your pink Whitney, bitch. Oh! Drink your pink Whitney first. Only Don't if give Bobby, him Only if Bobby Brown gives me a black eye. Shut up. The xylophone's coming up. Yeah. It brings me much joy. All right. So we've got some returning guests for sure. We've got some fucking uh, some bangers here. Uh, first up, Donnie P. Donald Pleasant says Dr. Sam Loomis. Kinda, from <laughs> Go ahead. I'm kind of disappointed. We Donald Pleasant has been one of our reoccurring, you know, like guys, but we don't have a name for that. Like, I don't know. Well, the Horrible Horror has the Horrible Horror Hall of Fame. How many fucking times you want to fucking rip them off? Pay homage, dick. <laughs> no, but like, uh, we have the Tom Atkins diet. And moving on. Yeah. All right. Uh, he was also in uh, 007. You only lived twice. Played during Estavo Blofeld. Okay. Uh, Phenomena. He's in Prince of Darkness. Escape from New York. He's the president of the United States. And he's in Alone in the Dark. The good one. Yeah. Not that fucking early 2000s crap. Christian Slater can suck it. Uh, we've got Ellie Cornell, uh, who plays Retro Carruthers, or as I'd like to call her, fucking Leanne Rimes. Dude, did you catch her mustache in this flick? <laughs> yeah. She okay. fucking looks a lot like Leanne Rimes. Uh, she's in Halloween 4 and 5, and House of the Dead 1 and 2. Oh, fuck. You're right. Uh, good old Danielle Harris whoop, plays whoop. Jamie Lloyd. Of course, Halloween 4 and 5. Remake of Halloween 1 and 2. Hatchet 2 and 3. And See No Evil 2. Oh, yeah. Plus another bunch of other... Yeah, movies. a shit ton of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> George P. Wilbur as Michael Myers. Wilbur. Was also in The Running Man, and he's in Halloween 6 That's as right. Michael Myers. That's right. Uh, also, Tom Morga oh. plays Michael Myers and the ambulance scenes and the gas station scenes. Well, what was the last movie Tom Morga was in that we watched? Halloween 4. 
He's good. <laughs> Technically, <laughs> we should have correct. him back on. He's good. Uh, so Tom Morga is also in uh, Friday Five. He plays Jason when Roy Burns is not playing Jason. Dreamy boy Jason. Uh, yeah. Roy. Yeah. Roy, my boy. So Roy's my favorite. Uh, and he's also, do you know what else he's in? Because this is the, I believe this is the only human to do this. Uh, he Make is, me feel emotions. He's also Leatherface. Oh, no shit! In Texas Chainsaw Massacre two, it's either him or George P. Wilbur. Uh, I think it's I think it's Tom Morga who played Leatherface on the bridge scene in part two. Uh, any of our loyal listeners, if Cincinnati Jeff is wrong, feel free to blow us up on our hotline. It's one of these two. It's either Wilbur or Morga, but I'm pretty sure it's fucking Morga. Plug the hotline. We have a hotline. Yeah. Ah. Oh, you know that that thing where people call us and make fun of our genitals. <laughs> What's that? What if? What is it? Hold on, let me look up the number. I, I can't remember the top. Oh, number. I thought you were just trying to look up your own phone number to like have people call your personal cell phone. <laughs> like, that's pretty ballsy, dude. 704-666-2814. That's right. What's that number? One more time. 704-666-2814. You can talk intimately with the boys of <laughs> the Dukes of Spook. <laughs> um, but here's a fun yeah, sorry, fact go ahead, that boy. I don't have later on. But uh, there's this great scene uh we're, we're simpsons fans not necessarily family guy here but there's a great fucking skit where tom tucker of okay, the fucking local okay. news and family guy talks about <laughs> how he used to be an actor in hollywood uh, who went by the name george p wilbur and fucking played michael myers in halloween 4 and they even have like a little skit like they fucking play the video and he pulls up the fucking mask and yeah. he's like i'm michael myers and it's time to kill you or like whatever fucking tom tucker's like fucking little like cutaway line is but it's fucking great dude it's really funny it's family great. guy seldom hits with some deep cut horror movies but did you see that shit i sent you it was hey, i'm sorry can you you sent me something yeah can you say it again can you ask me again in a better way yo you see that dumb thing i sent you on the cyberwebs Oh, Dad, did you get that thing I sent you? Yeah. My bad. I had to dust off that Harvey Birdman reference there. So it's Meg dancing with the cat, and then they fucking mirror like Jerry Dandridge and fucking old Marcy Darcy. And I'm like, family guy, are you fucking kidding me? Are you hitting me with some Fright Night right now? I was like, hey, uh, sorry I talked all that shit on you in the day, but I still will. All right. So uh, Michael Pataki plays Dr. Hoffman. He was in Graduation Day and Dead and Buried. Uh, Bo Starr plays Sheriff Ben Meeker, Halloween 4 and 5, and he's Chainsaw's dad in summer school. Whoa. All right. Kathleen Kinemont, who plays Kelly Meeker in Mm -hmm. Bride of the Reanimator. Damn right. And uh, (laughs) remember back in the fucking 90s when they had like shows like Thunder in Paradise and Viper and shit like that. Nikita. Yeah. She (laughs) was in a show called Renegade where the dude starring Lorenzo Ramos. Yeah. Which was her husband. And he wore that duster all the time. Yeah. And he fucking rode around on a fucking motorcycle solving crimes like Kung Fu. Ah, La Femme Nikita. Can I I fucking tell a quick funny story about this? Did you sing the theme song? No. So. Okay. Go ahead. This guy used to work with odd bird this dude, this guy this guy was fucking bizarre and he it was um he was clearly like socially a little bit awkward didn't really know how to interact with people i can relate and uh, <laughs> no you're fucking uh you're you're don juan compared to this <laughs> motherfucker and dude and <laughs> cri- dude he had a gold a heart of gold though and he comes around at christmas and i'm that working. seems like a serious condition did he get so, that looked at? Shut, <laughs> the shut the fuck up dude hit the crickets nope you hit the wrong button <laughs> so he comes buttons, okay he comes around on christmas and he gives my coworker a gift and it's like this really fucking badass vintage like oh you've told me uh this. vintage uh um 
what do they call that? Like a big mug, right? An old Budweiser Stein. mug. Stein. Thank Stein. you, Stein. A really badass Stein. He comes up to me. He's like, I got you something too. I was like, that's cool, dude. What'd you get me? Thanks, man. I really appreciate it. He season gives me one fucking, of Thunder in Paradise. It was season two of La, La Femme Nikita. I've <laughs> never. fucking two. Season two. I've never fucking ever That's where it starts to bang, dude. And it was a fucking ripped version of it. Like it's on like a blank DVD with like a fucking handwritten. I'm like, dude, Look why Uncle do ben, I? It is the thought <laughs> that counts. Dude, that's what I said. I was like, I fucking love you, buddy. Like this is the greatest gift I've ever been given. The gift of La Femme Nikita season two. Dead. I don't know where it came from, why he gave it to me, but it made him think of me. That's serious. <laughs> USA was killing it with those shows, and that theme song is fucking haunting. I know. So I can do it. I can do it. Ready? In the heat of the night. Not even close. That was TBS, dude. They called me Mr. Tibbs. Is that not the show? No, dude. Nachos, you know what was better was than the Femme Nikita, night? though? No, the Femme Nikita is that hot-ass, like, Russian mercenary. I know, I was singing the theme song to In Heat of the Night, dude. You know what was better than La Femme Nikita, though, Nachos? Continue playing that nightmare cricket noise. I'm sorry, Ben, what do you got? Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Much better than La Femme Nikita. Must have been the writer. <laughs> no, what? Also got Those aren't even crickets. What the fuck? What? There was, like, reverse nightmare crickets. This from crickets. Like, the Listen uh, again, quietly. Okay. Uh. It's real cricket. I got a little new cricket off. noise. The other one was kind of fucking like a little too chirpy, and and Aaron was always bitching. Oh, cricket master Aaron coming out of left field. Tired of fucking telling me that I hit the fucking cricket button too much. So, what was that other stupid ninety show used to fucking watch? Uh, the Highlander? No, uh, not stupid. Uh, easy, easy, easy. The, 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 the fucking medicine watch woman. Watch your fucking mouth, Doctor Doctor, Doctor Quinn, Quinn the medicine woman. woman. I don't want to talk about it. You know what? She. <laughs> I don't fucking talk about that. Bad memories, dude. We'll fucking talk about that movie, dude. dude I was I was show. hanging out with Man of Travels, and he showed me this it. snippet of this episode where the KKK shows up and like fucking pioneer time, and she's like, yeah. "I'll we, use logic." Jennifer, just General so- Bedford for us. Yeah, I've fucking seen it too. I don't want to talk about it. Moving on. Moving on. You got fucking touched by Dr. My Quinn. real middle name is Quinn, and it's a fuck family name, and of all the fucking times to fucking grow up with the name Quinn, the only fucking person, boy or girl, that I know that has the fucking name Quinn anywhere in my fucking name, and it had to be fucking during the time where that fucking show was on, so every fucking kid growing up was like, hey, Dr. Quinn, medicine woman. I'm like, yeah, so would you be funny. super proud or disappointed if she grew up and became a pharmacist? Yo, oh, she can do whatever she wants. Yo, that's like crazy embarrassing. Because, because then it would be. It there. And then uh, what was her name, dude? I forget the fucking lead chick. Who, Dr. Quinn. But she's hot. Uh, yeah, she was pretty fucking hot. Uh, Droopy Nips McGillicuddy. She was yeah, banging perfect... in fucking uh, 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 Wedding Crashers. Man, we are really uh, on target. So, yeah. Sasha Jensen. <laughs> Fuck him. Plays he looks Brady. like a goddamn bobblehead. Whoa, dude. He's in Ghoulies 2. I'm looking at Modoc. The original Buffy the Vampire Slayer movie. Huh? Dazed and Confused. Okay, I'll give him that. Love Dazed and Confused. That early scene <laughs> where like the fucking nerds walk from class and he just acts like he's going to hit him with the guy just fucking like, <laughs> can't bully kids like that anymore, but I love that fucking scene. He's like, <laughs> No, it's cool. I'll start a fight with him and they'll just break it up. That's like the natural order. <laughs> no, that dude got his fucking head caved in. Uh, so released in October of 1988. A damn good year for horror movies, if I do say so myself. Right, Here I was got? born. Uh, Child's Play. Ew. No. They Live. Aha. Uh-huh. The Blob. Yes. Friday the 13th Part V.I.I. <laughs> Killer Clowns Modern Space. Outer Nightmare space. on Elm Street 4. Okay. Lady in White. Oh, buddy. Yeah. That's a spooky one. Sleepaway Camp 2. Yes. Night O oh, the Demons. Fuck yes. Not the one with Bigfoot. No. Return of the Living Dead Part 2. It's fun. Monkey Shines. Monkey Shines! Maniac Cop. 
Oh, dose. We should do Maniac Cop at some point. Just Maniac Cop. Okay. Slugs. Dude, slugs fucking rules. Yeah. Is that a Cronenberg? No, no, no. That's the same dude that did pieces. Oh, it's exactly what you think, think it is. It is. Halloween. F- oh, sorry, Halloween. Howling 4. Your sister's your mom. <laughs> that's. I think that's the beginning. It's. Because three of them are supials. Yeah. Uh, 976 Evil. <laughs> okay, those are fun. So, all right, Howling 4. What is Howling 4? No, we'll save it for a different And then this is the last one on the list is for the Horrible Horror Boys. Hacko Lantern. Oof. <laughs> Oof. So how to watch VHS, Betamax, and Laserdisc. And that's it. That's all you can see it. Classics. All of them. Classics. <laughs> especially the last one. The Criterion <laughs> Collection, one might even Hacko say. Several Lantern. different... DVD releases uh, from Anchor Bay, including is, 10 sets, yes. single releases, double features with Halloween 5, yep. and then for Blu-rays, there's actually a couple uh, a couple here. Uh, Anchor Bay has oh, a single Blu-ray. Um, wow, that's weird. And then the end-all, be-all is the 2014 Scream Factory release, <clears throat> which only exists in two Halloween collection sets, both of which feature the Scream Factory and Anchor Bay Blu-ray release. Basically, what happened is Anchor Bay had the rights and Rest Scream Factory released them. So when you get the Anchor Bay single disc, it doesn't say Scream Factory on it, but it's the same shit, same features. Or you get the whole set, which was the Scream Factory set, either in the big box, which is what I've got, with like the black Blu-ray cases yes. and a little booklet, which is awesome. That's much, like the Cadillac version. Much like their fucking Friday the 13th box set. Or you get it in like a skinny set. Uh, and that's the only two. That's like Sands, the only bells Blu-rays. and whistles. Yeah. It's nice, but it's not as nice as yours. It doesn't have like it doesn't have the book. But as far as I understand, like all the discs themselves have the special features. It's pretty much so. That is where we're at. Uh, so uh, we're gonna take a quick break, and then we're gonna get started. So. Hey everybody, this is Vincent DeSanti, director of the Friday the Thirteenth fan film Never Hike Alone, and you are listening to the Here Comes the Spooky podcast. And we're back. Have a little smoke break, a little drink break. That's right. Getting getting them head good. Heard from Vincent, our good friend, Vincent DeSanti. You know he's going to be my wedding. Vincette. Oh, yeah. You, you guys got... You can say stuff, Ben. It's okay. That's okay. I'm just let, I'm letting you guys fucking work it out for a second. <laughs> All right. Well, now it's time to horse around with some maniacs. One of us is really going to enjoy murdering you. All right. Nachos. Take it away, buddy. All right. <clears throat> In 1937, Sheriff Jim and others from the town of Fernfield set off to the manor of Warwick the Warlock. Warwick has kidnapped five puppies so he can sacrifice them to the Halloween hound. An evil hellhound to... I'm just fucking with you. That was for our spooky buddy fans out there. <clears throat> Sorry, what I meant to say is our movie starts out <laughs> with some... Go on. Do tell. Do tell. <laughs> With some rural cornfields and dilapidated barns covered in old Halloween decorations. It's almost a spot on reputation, uh, representation what it looks like around here in Halloween. Because realistically, we pretty much live like in a 15 mile radius of where Hattonfield should be. Yeah. Yeah. So like just cruising through the back roads kind of shit this time of year, or that time of year, you see shit like that. All right. Anyway. Uh, normally, in any other Halloween franchise, you would start it with a classic theme. You know, that'd be pumping and shit. It, you know, like Slash and the Pumpkin kind of thing. But I kind of like this intro. It's a nice little... Um, this is pretty cool. It's different than, like, you know, the fucking pumpkin, like, with the skull or, like, you know, like things like that. This one is more of a... Um, Broke down like, farm equipment yeah, and shit. Right. Yeah. It's, it's very fucking... It's very spooky. It's mood setting, yeah. for sure. 
what was your favorite out of all the Halloween decorations? Mine was the scarecrow, just all slumped over with that axe kind of taped up. That's mine, yep. too. Absolutely. Okay. It reminds me of when we fucking tried to make scarecrows in the middle of July. <laughs> oh, oh, my fucking God. I was supposed to be looking for a job. <laughs> and instead, yes. I invited him over, took all the change in the house, went to the fucking gas station and bought all the fucking tall boys we could, got rip-roaring drunk, and then tried to make fucking scarecrows. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> I remember Mel came I'd home. hire you. Right. We were working for ourselves. We were uh, scarecrow, scarecrow, Self-employed. <laughs> I mean... Dude, Mel came home. She's like, any luck on that? Any of that? It's like, <laughs> we got most of these scarecrows done. <laughs> We're fucking hammered. She's like, yeah, you fucking dilapidated most of my gardening equipment. And like all this shit. <laughs> so, all right, all right, all right. Back to nachos. Listen to Orange Joe. What the fuck was that? <laughs> <laughs> well, you heard Professor Farnworth. <laughs> Oh, fuck it. We can detour. It's Listen fine. to Orange Joe. All right, and we're back. <laughs> October 30th. 19- my new favorite button. That's a really good button. October 30th, 1988, or two weeks before this movie came out in theaters. Uh, on a dark and stormy night, an ambulance navigates through a or through the rain to Ridgemont Maximum Security Federal Sanitarium to pick up a patient. Sanitarium. <laughs> For transportation. Uh, <laughs> Listen to Orange Joe. I hope I don't fucking stroke out in this episode, too. I might just have to hand the script over. I spell check. So, so just in case you fuck up, I've got like so many pages I wrote a whole script. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with some good pants. fucking backup plan. Yeah. All right. So their transportation back to Smith's Grove Sanitarium. I wonder who it could be. Two of the picker upper party. Jay Black and L. Evans, courtesy of their name tags, meets up with security guard Jones, who low-key reminds me. Do you say Jay Black? Jack Black. I that mean, was the first thing that just popped in my head, yeah. I'm I didn't not, see that when I watched the movie today. I'm not going to lie. Did you, I, I call him that. Did you see like the white coats in this? Like They have they have like metal badges, <laughs> like fucking security guards. Well, the security guard, does he remind you of Squiggy from Laverne and Shirley? Yes. yes. Okay, yes. all right. It's not. Uh, hey, uh, I'm glad to be seeing this one go. <laughs> all right, so I, I kind of paraphrase a lot in this. So. This one scares the shit out of me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what I should have done? I should have fucking wrote the Loomis line separately so you could read them. Oh, God. Because I know you're a big fan. Oh, man. All right. Uh, well, anyway, he guides them through the hallways of insanity and down to the lower basement to find the patient. To the bowels of the sanitarium. That's right. As they descend in the sanitarium. <laughs> if this is going to be like the Hattonfield Memorial thing from Halloween 2, I'm going to jam that pin up your dick hole. What? The Hattonfield Memorial? I don't remember that. <clears throat> Hattonfield Memorial Hospital! <laughs> All right. <laughs> As they're descending the elevator. Hey, that burned down. <laughs> Which one? The hospital. Hospital! Oh, my God. All right. Listen to Orange Joe. <laughs> I'm quite orange tonight, actually. <laughs> no, You're it very orange. so well, you big fuck. And it is my middle name. All right. So as they're descending in the fucking Your elevator. middle name's Orange? Yes. Yes. All right, go ahead. Listen to Orange Joe. It's like they used that like six times. Aaron's be like, stop with the fucking button. <laughs> As they're descending in the elevator, Squiggy says, well, about a decade Squiggy. ago, 
this guy murdered 16 people, maybe more, trying to get to his sister. Nearly got her, too. But his doctor of all people shot him six times. I shot him! I shot him six, maybe seven times! Debate! It's up for uh, debate! 16 people. Uh, Dr. Loomis looks like Richard fucking Kuklinski, who killed over 200 fucking people. So, <laughs> well, we're, 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 just saying. We're, I don't want to say his name yet. It's suspense. Um... He shot him six times, and then he set him on fire. Both of them nearly burnt to death. There's actually... And that's how we fucking... That's how we gloss over the second movie. Yeah, pretty much. That was page one. All right. Good job, everybody. Good job. In the basement, we meet Dr. Hoffman just hanging out with a comatose mummy-wrapped Michael Myers. Dr. uh, Dr. Hoffman and uh, Jack Black pop around the corner to talk about some legal bullshit while Nurse Evan takes Michael's vitals. I guess somebody forgot to strap Michael into the gurney or whatever because his burn-ass arm flops the fuck down. And she's looking pretty uneasy. Also, this lady looks like Walter Peck from Ghostbusters. This this is one of the notes I took on this movie. I'm going to yes. interrupt. This is one of the notes yes, I took on this movie. Fine. Why the fuck did they strap Michael Myers down like they were going to strap down like a fucking dead dog, dude? Like, why, why, dude, this is somebody who is a psycho fucking killer. And you're going to give him say? like two belt. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to you're going to put a belt around his shoulders and one around his ankles. Yeah, that's going to fucking really stop this guy. That's his my- full range of fucking motion with his arms granted he's catatonic for a decade or whatever the fuck but michael fucking my he is evil he is not a man (laughs) pure evil he's evil on two legs (laughs) oh okay so this lady looks like walter peck so in fact this man may not actually have a penis in the first place (laughs) and then went into uh practice medicine i love in the cut version the tv version of ghostbusters uncut where they call him wally wick instead of dickless Oh, that's just stupid. Yeah, because in the fucking normal version, it's like, yeah, they got fucking let go because of dickless over here. And then fucking the murder's like, it's true. It's true. This man has has no no penis. penis. But in the TV edit, they go, and then the fucking ghost are released by Wally Wick over here. And then Bill Murray stills like, it's true. This man has no penis. (laughs) That's fucking dumb. Not not on your part, on their part. I'm fucking detouring again, but I don't care. We're going to do this. I got my playsaver. We're We're okay. The uh, fucking TV edited version of The Big Lebowski. Have you fucking seen that before? Are you trying to tell me this is what happens when you find a man in the Alps? Yes, exactly. When you find a stranger in the Alps. That's right. When you fuck a stranger in the ass. No, (laughs) no. This is what happens when you find a stranger in the Alps. All right. Here's uh, we had a a best of TV edits a few episodes ago, right? Several. Yeah. All right. Here's a nice callback to the TV edit of Days to Confuse, starring Sasha, uh, what's Baron Cohen, Jensen, yeah, fuck that guy, uh, <laughs> air aid you bimbos and airheads. All right, <clears throat> all right, ready? shut up. I'm gonna listen talk. to Orange Joe. Thanks, Professor Hoffman and Black chit chat about how Doctor Loomis sucks at reading memos and should be here to keep an eye on this kind of shit. Really, that's what he sucks at. Okay, go ahead. The medical staff loads Mummy Myers into the ambulance, and we finally get to hear that classic Halloween theme for a brief moment. Now, call it lazy writing or paranoia, but did anybody else notice that not a single goddamn person put forth any effort to strap Mike's arms down? Pretty much what you just said, Uncle Ben. Uh, I don't care if the dude's been in a coma for fucking 70 years. I'm duct taping that dude's butthole to his nutsack just in case. Yep. Yeah, I don't want to fucking end up with a thumb in my forehead. Yeah. <laughs> fucking. Hey, foreshadowing. 
Anyway, everything is fine until it isn't because Mikey hears Nurse Manface and Jack Black talking like he has living relatives, and they mention <laughs> that he has a niece. He grips up his bed sheets like how I grip up my wiener when I'm watching the Psycho remake, and you get to see Anne Hache's butthole, you know, in the shower. <laughs> anyway, so I natu- can relate. <laughs> naturally, Mike does the logical move here and jams his fucking thumb into that dude's forehead. Yeah, how that's not how foreheads work, dude. I don't understand. Like, does he break the cranium and then fucking like scramble his brain? You would shatter your thumb well before you ever got through a through a well, skull. See, yeah. Michael Myers is a download. He's a soundbite. He's an MPEG. He's a GIF. He's a GIF. He's a Anyway, uh, so it's GIF. Yeah, GIF. I won't stand for that. All right. Anyway, so you know, honestly, Mike should have pulled what fucking Robo Assassin from Halloween did three or from Halloween three did by sticking his finger into his eyeball holes and just fucking hoisting that whole shit up. Yeah, but. I mean, honestly, I think this is the first time I've ever seen this in a fucking horror movie. Spoiler alert. First and only time. Bitch, you have the movie. I bought it for you. (laughs) You're your own limitation in that scenario. (laughs) Who's to blame here? I'm cock-blocking myself. Uh, Okay. Listen to Orange Joe. (laughs) Listen to Orange Joe. Listen to Orange Joe. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I'm going to show with the Orange Joe button. All right. <clears throat> you are wearing a lot of Jordan orange, you fucking red bats. Right. <laughs> oh, hopefully bright. I'm illuminating. All right. So anyway, who is that? Is that me? What, that's what, me. I'm what's happening? Oh, rattle test. That's me. It's All me. right. So uh, I'm, I'm just assuming Mike slaughters everybody in the ambulance because the next time we see it, it's upside down in a fucking creek. And, you know, so I'll just do that there. So I have uh, death. One, two, three, four. Check black. Lady Evans and two other paramedics. I don't even blame Mike for freaking out. I'd probably do the exact same thing if I got stuck with that hospital bill. Oh, hey, hey. Get it? Because he was in a coma for 10 years? Oh. Shit! Everybody right. knows you don't pay those bills. Not Come during on, Reaganomics. Let's trickle down cum stains. <laughs> Wait, what? All right, anyway. Hey, don't pay your hospital bills. If they sell it off to debt collectors, they technically can't come after you because of fucking HIPAA violations. Boom, problem solved. Fucking problem done. fucking taken care of. I just learned something tonight. Taken care of, buddy. Yes, kill yourself before your family gets your fucking hospital bills. Play the system, buddy. Collective drink break. Listen to Orange Joe. <laughs> I said I can't press it anymore. Shame. Listen to Orange Joe. Ah, I'm a liar. All right. <laughs> Cut to Haddonfield, Illinois, the Carruthers household. Jamie Lloyd stays out of the li- stares out of the living room window whilst crying because she misses her dead ass mom and dad. <laughs> Fucking whiny little baby who orphan. Died in a car crash no less than eleven months ago. You love me, right, Rachel? Like we're sisters. Oh, we'll right? get to that. We'll get to that. That's how you take care of your Jamie or your Janet Lee or Jamie Lee Curtis problem. Right there. I mean, I highly doubt that Jamie Lee Curtis would have showed up for a fourth movie installment of the franchise, but that's besides the point. I think she was making a fish called Wanda uh, at this point. It's Ken, and he's coming to kill me. It never really mentions it in the plot, but I'll just straight up fucking say it. Jimmy from part two, Halloween two. That's her dad. That's her fucking dad. I'm sorry. All right. When you hear the chime, turn the page. Page three? I know. Dude, we're fucking ripping straight through it. You know what would be a super shitty thing to do? 
fake a car crash, abandon your daughter, change your name and move across the country to restart your life at a posh boarding school in Northern California. Man. And have a new family. You'd have to be a super big asshole to do that. And that's what she did. Is it really? Yeah. I would have never known. Oh, dude. Kids. Spoiler alert! When do we get to H two O? All right. Oh wait. No. Hey, by the way, I gotta read. But don't there. think I fucking don't see that. See what? I see that. It's a thermal detonator. <laughs> I just don't really feel bad for any of these people that fucking die because they're all miserable pieces of shit. Honestly, in my opinion, fuck them all. Yeah, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis is fucking Lori Strode. Now, boys. Now, boys. Parent. They were. They gets fucking paper thin. Why she was like, yeah, we'll split this family up. I uh, okay. All right. Rachel, Jamie's foster sister, slides up next to her on the couch and reminds her I'm in, Leanne the sh- Rimes. in the shittiest way that, number one, we're not related. Oh, dude, this is awful. First of all, I'm your brother, not your sister. Do you well, see this fucking, fucking mustache? Clearly, Jamie's like fucking <laughs> super <laughs> upset. And Check it's out like, my all she wants to do is fucking hear the words. Like, can you fucking please console me, Rachel, and just fucking say we're She's sisters. She's like, but I'll tolerate She's like, but we're not sisters. And first of all, Rachel, 100% fucking has a extremely hairy puss. No oh, questions. No doubt. Asked. No doubt. <laughs> like, fucking digging through the goddamn It looks like forest. Rasputin's beard. It looks yeah. like your fucking it beard, fucking, dude. <laughs> turn, turn your head sideways. Wait, <laughs> yep, there's Rachel's pussy. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, while Jamie, the emotional and physical punching Grady. bag... While Jamie, the emotional and physical punching bag of Great this movie, eight. is getting shit on, uh, shit on her life and her step. Oh, wait. God damn it! You interrupted me. Listen to Orange Joe. <laughs> All right, so she's uh, yeah, get, getting shit on by life and her stepsister. She looks out the window and sees a very familiar ambulance. Much like you. Well, at least she's got really good. Co-host. At least she's got really good friends at school to pick her up. <laughs> oh Jesus! All right! All right! All right! Uh. When she goes for the second glance, the ambulance is now gone. She heads to her bedroom and notices that she left her bedroom window open. She closes the window and goes to her closet and pulls out her sad time adventure girl shoebox, complete with family photos and production stills from the original Halloween. That's right. That's right. It is. All right. All right. And And I like how they're left there, too, because they show up later. All right. So... If somebody remembers that terrible band live from the 90s, because motherfucker throwing copper is a fucking great album. Piss on you, Orange Joe. You're going to catch some on you, Orange Joe. I love live. Yeah. Fuck you. Lightning crashes. Listen to Orange Joe. (laughs) And she catches a glimpse of Uncle Boogeyman. It was just kind of chilling in the background. And she goes to say her evening prayers, and we get a jump scare. Do you want a fucking beer? I'm going (laughs) to... Do you want a beer? This is, dude, this, uh, dude, I feel, okay, honest to God, I feel like I'm in a parallel universe right now because normally it's him getting super fucking frustrated with you and it's totally the opposite right now. Ben, I think what you meant to say is, I'm running this goddamn monkey show, Frankenstein. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to try not to stroke out this episode. All right. So anyway, she goes to say her prayers and. We get caught up in a jump scare. I'm not going to lie, dude. I'm such a fucking pussy bitch. That jump scare got me. Well, so, okay. I remember this part of the movie. She's like sitting down at the bed. Her hands crossed. She's, She's like, like, now I lay me down to sleep. Bah, 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 bah. Did and, Jesus wash my feet. I got weird fetishes and dead issues. And then it too. was the mirror, right? The mirror with Michael yeah, Myers. Yeah, yeah. But it was just all the figment of her imagination at yeah, the time. Yeah, yeah. 
Okay. All right. Then she actually, it turns out she had a nightmare and she was in her sad girl closet. And, and she like bumped into the mirror and shattered it, right? That's, that's, that's where the later. whole, that's oh, oh, shit. Sorry. Okay. It's I'm okay. I mean, I think most of you are uh, almost said fucking assholes, but I meant amazing listeners have seen this movie before. Anyway, mom and dad Crothers go and they're like, oh, this chick that we're not related to that we have to tolerate is having a freak out again. Yeah. Did they ever explain how they adopted her or how she came about fucking having her? Oh, uh, they got her from a human mill, right? <laughs> no, from government man. From I don't think man. I don't from think they did because I was actually wondering as I'm watching this movie and I figured it was just explained in a previous movie how the fuck Jamie ended up with this random fucking family. Because they're not they're not even present in the fifth one. They're not. A, wait, I thought uh, Rachel was. Uh, well, we'll we'll get to that, guys. Okay. Oh, we'll get to that. Rachel right. is. I think what it is is they ended up getting a house from Strode. Realty. Did she trim her facial hair before the fifth one? No, she just goes full on ZZ Top, dude. She has a Fu Manchu. That's PC. We can say that anyway. Uh, uh, yeah, they got a house from Strode Realty, and then it's like you're a free girl with us. There you go. Your women. <laughs> I want to buy your women. <laughs> you wanted. How much for the little girl? <laughs> it will, uh, the house does not have backdoor, but little girl does. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, oh, yeah, that's the part you're going to wince on? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Listen right. to Orange Joe. Listen to Orange Joe. <laughs> I can't be mad because that's a point about me. October. Like it. October for... Hold up. Let me get some speaking sauce in me. All right. October 31st, Halloween 1988. It is So now we are 10 years. Yes. From yes. the original movie. Yes. And you are 10 seconds from me jamming my foot up your ass if you interrupt me again. <laughs> <clears throat> it's a hectic breakfast at the Crother in the Crothers kitchen. Dan is a fucking moron and dunks his tie into his coffee like it's a jelly. That's part of the whole movie. That's part of the whole movie. Second so, best part. What, I, I don't remember what the mom's name was. We'll say Cheryl. I old, can't remember. Old white bitch. Old white bitch. <laughs> I'm going to say Cheryl. Sure. He's like, fucking dunks his tie. This dumb motherfucker walks over to the counter, not paying attention, dunks his fucking tie in no, his coffee. No, he does it deliberately. He no, no, no. He like accidentally. raises it up. He raises it up out of the coffee and he goes... Cheryl, really? <laughs> like, it's this fucking lady's fault? You know I can have six ounces of coffee in my 12-ounce yeah. mug! <laughs> Cheryl, really? It. You hit fucking 10 ounces on the Keurig, you bitch! If you weren't so fucking stupid and put coffee in my coffee mug, you know this would have never happened. You know I can only have sippy mugs! <laughs> my tie only goes to eight ounces. Dude, I, I have two ounces I, of coffee on my tie. I watched it this morning, and I fucking rewinded it, because I was like, I had to have missed a part here. Like, I, nope. I felt like I missed, nope. That's I, the I felt like I missed dialogue. I was like, did I miss something that happened here? No. He just, this dumb motherfucker, accidentally puts his tie on coffee, in coffee, and then fucking blames his wife for it. You know what, dude? Should he be, be complaining? He has, now he has a little treat to stick in his mouth when he's driving to the idiot factory well, then or wherever she's, he fucking then, works. Then this, this, this fucking sweet lady's like, well, go get, uh, I have the other one over there. And he's like, yeah. I can't wear this in front of my boss. She's like, uh, the other one in the this drawer. This is periwinkle. I fucking can't wear periwinkle. It's not my power collar. <laughs> I'm, I'm so fucking way to the office, rage. ready to rage against the machine. <laughs> and I got fucking coffee everywhere. Then he just fucking like eighties rock star clears the table and flips it, right? Slaps her in the face, hits her around like he's the wind. dad from Halloween Six. Yeah. God damn, that eighties uh. were big in domestic abuse. So that this and is in my house. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> All right. So after the little co uh, coffee incident, 
uh, anorexic Rachel is dealing with teenage body dysmorphia because she doesn't want to be an oinker. Mom's on the phone with Susan, who's a goddamn idiot babysitter who broke both her fucking legs off while ice skating. <laughs> so Rachel, how do you ice skate in October in Illinois? Alton, but you know what? Fuck, fuck that. She's a stupid bitch. I don't give a fuck. You know what she was doing? She was doing fat rails and getting, you know, like when people hold you up for a keg stand, she was doing fat rails and they didn't. Even in the 80s, it only snowed on Halloween once. So, yeah, this fucking this story don't add up. Yeah. And uh, James. God damn it. No. Who's the black guy with the dreads? My girl girl (laughs) likes to party all the time. Not Eddie Murphy. Fuck your couch. Are you fucking kidding me, dude? I don't know, dude. What? Say it. Rick James. Rick bitch. James fucking went to set her frail ass down and it snapped broke both her ankles off. There we go. All right. All right. Cocaine's a Jesus, hell of a drug. Yeah. <laughs> Great joke, nachos. Splendid. Wow. Listen to Orange Joe. Listen to Orange Joe. So Rachel has a bitch fit meltdown about how she was going to let. Don't you touch a button. I'm moving it away from the orange chair right. so I can't keep hitting it. <laughs> How she was going to let Brady, her boyfriend, put it in her ass tonight, and she has to watch her <laughs> stupid fake sister instead. Jamie turns around My the not corner. sister, sister. Yeah. Line sister, for line. Sister. Straight out of the movie. She's like, uh, Mom. Brady was gonna fuck my ass tonight. She was gonna pull- and now my stupid fake sister needs to be watched. <laughs> she was gonna stupid little orphan Annie over here. <laughs> fucking where's her parents? Yeah, probably kill themselves because they wouldn't be around her fucking stupid ass. <laughs> they fucking hated them. They fa- fucking hated her so much they killed themselves. <laughs> All right, so Jamie responds, "I'm sorry, I ruined everything. If I wasn't here, you could go out." And then she runs into craft uh, traffic, crying, and gets smoked by an ice cream truck. She I'm just smoked, kidding, that didn't happen. She gets smoked by an 18-wheeler and the neighbor across the street goes, <laughs> shouldn't have gone near that road. Yeah, row ads are dangerous. <laughs> Don't play near the row ads. But it was Clint Howard. He's like, ooh, sweet seconds. <laughs> okay, uh, not going to turn that into a kid fucking joke. <clears throat> they make a kid fucking joke in the first one, the 1978 one. Wasn't that the fucking kid fucking Bob. thing? Yeah. Then I'll rip her blouse off. Oh, God, dude. And what then I'll about? fucking hang out with Roman Polanski. <laughs> Rachel goes upstairs to Jamie's room and apologizes for sounding like a fucking bitch-ass bitch, but she'll make it up to her by taking her trick-or-treating or get some double scoop, double scoop ice cream. Double scoops? Double scoops? scoops? I'm going to make this up to you by taking you trick-or-treating down to Jeffrey Epstein's house. Don't worry about it. Orange whip? Orange whip? <laughs> orange whip. Three orange whips. Uh. <clears throat> All right. Back at Ridgemont Maximum Security Sanitarium, Dr. Hoffman is typing up some documents about, oh, do we have to take a shot now? <laughs> the Death Star blew up, before, blew up Alderaan. Right before the break, you're like, I'm not taking fucking mid-episode shots. Right. Then you set a fucking timer for shots. Yeah, we can take some shots. You want to take some shots here? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so he's typing up, did you catch this? Documents about Michael M. Myers. You know what the M stands for? Mummy Myers. Because he's wrapped Myers. up like Myers or Mike in common. I'll or take it while you go make shots. All right. So on Halloween morning. No, read my notes. They're awesome. Okay. Right there at the very bottom. Okay. When Sam. All right. So Sam Loomis erupts into the room like a thirsty dick with his burnt pecker in one hand and a piss in the other screaming, all this normal cryptic bullshit about darkest eyes like doll's eyes. eyes. We're going to need a bigger boat. 
While all this is going on, Hoffman gets a phone call about the flipped ambulance and the two of them head to the accident before they do. I love how Loomis is like, do you know what day it is? And fucking Hoffman's like has to think like he hasn't fucking seen the calendar in his whole fucking life. It's like I f- everyone fucking knows when Halloween. Do is. you know what day it is? It's evil on two legs. <laughs> so the two of them head to the fucking accident. And Loomis is pretty much fucking Loomis and tells everybody that Michael said to Haddonfield to fuck up Halloween for everybody. And he's like, Haddonfield is four hours away. You've got four hours to find him yep. or else I will. All right, well. How is this man a goddamn psychiatrist? How is he still employed, dude? And I love Loomis, right? Oh, like man. I'll fucking defend him all goddamn day, but he he's like still employed by the state somehow. I love like earlier Hoffman like is it's fucking like talking about Mike getting transferred. He's like, I hope that he fucking retires. Quits or dies. Dies, yeah. I, that part of the- <laughs> I was like, holy it's shit, like, damn, dude, that's your colleague, Doctor Loomis, the Benny oh. Graves. A real doctor. A real doctor of dogology. (laughs) Benny, how many goldfish do you see a week? To Dr. Dr. Benny Graves, a doctor more real than Dr. Loomis. Dr. fucking Loomis. Meanwhile, at Penny's, an auto repair shop slash diner slash pool hall. Yes. Slash airport. (laughs) (laughs) Some random ass mechanic is working on a car and asks his buddy for a 916 socket when he wheels out from under the vehicle and finds a very uncomatose Michael Myers mummy. And this actually, he looks pretty cool here. He's all bloody and gored up. Yeah. And he's got the fucking mummy wraps. It looks, it's a very good setup for him for sure. Who jams a giant metal pry bar through his fucking chest instead. Oh, yeah. Death number five. Thanks for the hand, buddy. Hey. (laughs) We can run with that shit. That's yeah. fine. Moments later, Dr. Loomis pulls up the gas station and goes inside the garage to warn them about Michael, but not before he goes to pump gas. And I love that he's got, one, the fucking government plates. That's right. Two, this is one of those old fucking, like, Lincolns that has the fucking gas tank behind the license plate. Good flex, man. In Good a flex. super fucking dangerous spot. Yeah, dude. I, I, I That's fucking, why cars yeah. explode in He lifts movies. up the driver's, the or the, the, the driver's plate, or the license plate. What the yeah. fuck am I trying to say here? Yeah. License the license plate? plate. He lifts it up and fucking fuels up that yeah. way. Dude. Crazy. It's fucking baller, dude. But it's already too late as the mechanic falls from the ceiling wrapped in chains like some extra in a Hellraiser movie. He then scurries to the diner to find that not only is there an unfinished game of pool, but Michael has killed every phone in the place and the waitress. Bad Got a name for it. And his only chance Shoot. to get a bite to eat. Death number six, the waitress. I should have been a stripper kill. God damn it. <laughs> Loomis, God, if only we had a button for that. Loomis turns around and sees that Michael has ditched his crappy blood hospital gown and slipped into the classic mechanic overalls. Loomis pleads with Michael now to go back to Haddonfield if he wants another victim to do it! Do it now! Do what it. are you waiting for? Take do me. it! Do it now. now! What are you doing? Take me, Michael. I should have put Arnold in parentheses. That was... Loomis Don't takes a few pot shots at Mikey to no avail. Is he, like, fucking, like... Yeah, like he kind of just fucking like phases out somehow. Ninja vanish. Uh, so that's goes, my question: Was Michael actually fucking there, or was he just envisioning? No, he was there because oh. of what happens next. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So oh, where yeah, you're coming yeah, from? Yep, yep, so Loomis right. fucking sees that there's fucking nobody there, and he's like, "Well, did I fucking 
did I make this up? So Loomis goes outside to look for him, and as he does, this is fucking where it gets fucking super 80s. A tow truck crashes through the garage door. Turns into a fucking fucking James Cameron movie. (laughs) Like Death Wish 3. (laughs) Fucking tow truck fucking runs out the garage door. Almost fucking runs Loomis Omer, but he does this kick-ass old man roll. Flips behind some barrels as Michael tears ass out of there. Loomis car fucking explodes from all the fucking like debris yeah, something. not james cameron i meant to say michael bay like a fucking michael bay movie <laughs> shit's exploding everywhere and then the fucking car blows up the fucking like pennies catches fire my panties blow up <laughs> fire spreads to the fucking power lines now utilities are down everything is yeah. fucked this poor guy can't catch a fucking break it's like a fucking 9-11 reenactment Here, no, there's your fucking script back stop making me that. <laughs> i'm glad nobody heard I that did. no i heard you say it fucking 9-11 <laughs> are you talking about sexy 9-11 nope the, the only <laughs> not tower, anymore the only tower that crashed was my dick in your butt god damn it <laughs> jesus no. fucking christ 9-11 was an inside job uh, 3-11 was an inside <laughs> job <laughs> jesus christ no, amber is the color of your energy <laughs> investigate 3-11 3-11 was an inside job <laughs> man i was watching some eric Anders the other day because i always am i love that fucking show do you guys see that shit on netflix that movie he's got yeah, that is funny, dude. What, dude, what, what was the fucking the the fucking uh, thing he talked about on his show where like the menti- mentally handicapped girl lived down the road from him, and they would fucking stand around there and all join hands and go nightmare, nightmare. Yes! Oh my god! <laughs> fucking thank you. <laughs> now I'm just thinking back to my childhood. <laughs> all right. <clears throat> Oh, I thought you paused. Go, go, no, All right. no, I'm Hadden, not pausing shit. Meanwhile, at Haddonfield We're running hot. Elementary School, class lets out and Jamie goes to get her coat when a gang of the worst fucking children show up and start making fun of her. Because why, guys? Because why? Because <laughs> she's an orphan. <laughs> Jamie's, Jamie's an orphan. Jamie. Hey, Jamie, how come your mommy didn't make you a costume? Because her, her mommy's a mummy. mummy. She's fucking dead. <laughs> Or and her dad is her uncle's the boogeyman. Her mom's dead. Boogeyman, boogeyman. Jamie's uncle's the boogeyman. <laughs> These kids are fucking spawns of Satan, dude. They are the worst kids I've ever. I'm not gonna lie. I was a fucking asshole kid. Yeah, I've seen some shitty things say. This, but this again like, reminds me of a Family Guy skit, which is also equally funny. Where like they go to like a Wally World, like Six Flags type place that a kid. Uh, that Peter went to like grade school with owns and he's like, Hey man, how's it been going? He's like, no, fuck you dude. Like you were terrible to me. Then have a flashback and it's the same kind of shit where he's like, Oh, he misses his mommy. And then like a fucking camera pans out and it's the kid crying at his mom's grave. Ooh. <laughs> All Christ. right. I got one for you. So like me and, uh, my brother and a couple, we went to a cat, small Catholic school in Caseyville kind of thing. So we had to take the public school bus. So everybody's like, oh, you fucking F word we don't say on this show. It's like, oh, you're dressed in stupid uniforms kind of thing. It's like, your mom liked it when I fucked her in it kind of thing. It's like, hey, that's not funny. My mom's dead. And I'm like, yeah, that's why she didn't move around a lot. Kind oh, of shit. my God. I'm like in the fifth grade. Damn, dude. I, I don't give fucking, a fuck. I like if to go you face s- fucking pie bingo there. Sharpen your teeth or fucking lay down flat. What if that kid was an orphan? Good. <laughs> fuck faces an orphan. Fuck faces an orphan. Not good fucking like you talking about St. Stevens? Yeah. Yeah, dude. I like to fucking go play cake no, bingo. There. I came from that school. He was public school scum. Oh, gotcha. gotcha. And then my brother totally stabbed him. So yeah, it's okay. private school kids are better. I went to private school. <laughs> Same. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> Real talk. I don't know about you guys, I'm but a it's public school bitch. 
<laughs> Shut up, trash. <laughs> no, I went to private school till eighth grade. And an orphan. It's <laughs> <laughs> an orphan. All right. Hey, no real talk. I don't know about you guys, but maybe if somebody is related to like the most notorious serial killer in town, maybe you don't right? fucking make yeah. fun of them. Maybe yeah. that's bad protocol. <laughs> so these kids are straight up assholes. Anyway, Rachel and her buddy. Who's her buddy? Who's her buddy? Lindsay. That's right. Lindsay. I call oh, her man, fake ass Tina. Blown out hair and shit in the car. Yeah. Well, Lindsay is Lindsay Wallace from the original Halloween. Yeah. Yep. Fake oh. Tina. Oh, no. Tina. Is that her fuck. only cameo in the movie, though? Whoa, I whoa, I didn't whoa. See Are you saying the fucking Lindsay's cooler than Tina? Yes, we can pause this and sucks. I will fist fight you in your five front yard. Sucks, and but cheat. fucking Tina's cool. Oh, you like obnoxious people. That's why you hang out with me. I yeah. get it. All right. One of us is really good. That's the wrong good. button. That's supposed to be the orange Joe button. <laughs> you guys should have a battle royale up. right now. No, the the girl, uh, the fucking girl driving, uh, Lindsay Wallace. Lindsay Wallace was that her only cameo in the movie? Because I didn't see her after that. So we have, do we have it in the trivia? Out. So it is. Okay, and they don't. They don't. Well, we're gonna get into it later. All right. But um, they start to allude to it earlier when Rachel's like, "Oh, your mom!" Like back in the, like, "Hey, hug me and tell me I'm your sister." She was like, "Your mom babysat me when I was a fucking little girl your age." Good call. Good call. And which would have been ten years that. ago. Which would on a night be, like exactly this. the fucking Halloween night. So this is Lindsay Wallace, uh, and they, they kind of set it up, but they like they don't talk about they it. They don't at all. execute. That's fucking yeah. bullshit. All yeah. right, because well, check this out. Uh, anyway, when Lindsay and fucking old girl and Jabroni hole fucking get to uh, they get dropped off at the discount mart. Vincent's. Oh uh, yeah, I guess it is. I guess it is. Because that shows up at five. Anyway, yeah, they get dropped off at Vincent's Discount Mart. It literally pull up. It literally says Vincent's right outside. I was more worried about the tow truck in the foreground. Ooh. All right. Anyway, <clears throat> meanwhile, inside, I'll write it in for you. Vincent's <laughs> Discount Mart. Yeah, it's one of two stores we see in the fucking whole movie. So, yeah, pennies and Vincent's. Uh, anyway, at Vincent's Discount Mart, we meet our fodder for the rest of the movie. We meet <laughs> Brady Wade, Tommy Doyle. What, yeah. what? Who doesn't even get a fucking speaking line in this movie. No, no. it sucks. I think he does. I, but anyway, nobody's like, hey, Tommy. I think he gets like a ooh. He's like, ooh, let me stare at that butthole, girl. Kelly Meeker. Whoa, whoa. And Kelly Meeker. Brady bets Wade that he can't get Kelly's digits because he's a little bitch-ass bitch. Wade Ten tell, whole smackaroos. Buddy, in the 80s, that's kind of surprised too because like Wade's kind of like the preppy, like he's dressed like the fucking he'd be the cool kid with the fucking long hair, fucking you know comb that shit over kind of shit. In fucking Southern Illinois, you gotta have your tractor on and your sexy boots. He looks like kind mouth. of a he kind of looked like a fucking dickhead though. Oh, he's he, trying he's all those fucking sunglasses on. He's a straight Chad dude. <laughs> yeah. All How right, many fucking pop collars. This guy need <laughs> all of him. Uh, Wade tells him, "Let's bet a little cash on it," and he's not afraid of her dad the sheriff of Hattonfield. Wade goes over to shoot a shot, but Kelly turns around and tells him, what's he say? Oh, fuck, fuck off, Wade. Wade. boys, And he straight bitches out. He turns around and looks around at him. Why don't you look at her and go, why don't you go fuck yourself, you stupid bitch? Go fucking die slowly. Uh, no, but it's then the biggest I would tits in Haddonfield. Totally Can't talk that way. Yeah, well, you can fuck him if, if she's dead. You can put your dick right Jesus between those titties. Christ. He's not wrong, you know. You kill her, then you put your dick right between your titties. Or in that shotgun hole wound. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Fuck her right in the hole. 
Oh, yeah. Give me that gun, Hoya. Oh, oh boy, we're going to have to fucking talk about this one for a little <laughs> Yeah, let's... Di- Moving on! All right, Rachel and Jamie, uh, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Rachel goes to talk to Brady, and they pretty much start dry fucking on the counter. <laughs> Jamie wanders off and finds herself a familiar clown costume. As she's sizing it up in the mirror, her reflection morphs into a particular eight-year-old boy, and she backs the fuck up and bunks, bunks, bumps into Uncle Boogeyman, who found a really crappy Ruby's version of the Michael Myers mask. Dude, so bad. It's ridiculous. All right, we need to talk about this. Laughably bad. Oh, my fuck. Uh, I, I, I I saw that, and I was like, please tell me this is not the mask for the rest of the goddamn movie. It's the mask. I got a meme I gotta, I'll share with you while we're here. And it's the Dude, goddamn mask. put it mask. on IG. I already did a couple months ago. All right. No, we got to talk about this. Who fucking thought that was a good idea? There's Merkel Mears. Could you not acquire the rights to the movie you're fucking in to make the goddamn shit? The mask, the mask, d- dead to real. When I remember, I looked at the mask and I go, it looks like so- it looks like a 13-year-old boy mask, dude. It's fucking... Dude, the biggest slap in the nuts oh is God, they dude. use the original mask on the fucking cover of this movie. Though, see, and like the one we were promised looks so sick. And then what you it's get so- from, from Wish. Yeah. There you this, go. Yeah, it's the fucking <laughs> wish, Michael Myers. <laughs> All right, so this sto- this story takes. I bought this mask off Mercari. <laughs> this is Michelle Mayer's mask. <laughs> it's fucking Leatherface mask, just spray painted white. You're like, what the fuck? Uh, it looks like he has spray on eyebrows, dude. <laughs> what the fuck is going on with that mask? Then I'm right here. You don't have to make fun of me. It's bad. You told me they were legit. All right. So this movie takes place ten years, genuinely a decade. After the original Halloween, where we all know that Michael Myers went crazy and killed almost 20 people. People you know died. Loved ones of people you know died in this town. So why the fuck are you going to sell this mask in your town? That is extremely tasteless. Oh, yeah. But I'd have one because I'm an (laughs) asshole. All right. All right, cut to Dr. Loomis hitchhiking to Haddonfield. And these, all right, heads up. If some of these, some of my notes get a little incoherent, I was falling asleep as I was typing. (laughs) That's how fucking dedicated I am. (laughs) Loomis is hitchhiking to Haddonfield and these horrible teenagers. Dedicated. He had two weeks to ride it. He finished it today. (laughs) You could fuck your face. Uh, Anyway. These teenagers show up and they bam. They're like, come on, hurry up. Old man, get in here. Dude, my fucking favorite fucking line <laughs> in the whole movie is right now. And it's kind of hard to hear because the kids are talking to each other. But if you have the fucking subtitles on, one of the cheerleaders goes, nice limp. <laughs> are you fucking kidding me? As he's fucking walking with his cane to the car, one of the girls goes, nice limp. Oh, God. <laughs> to be fair, it's not even a nice limp. She was being facetious. I've seen nicer. <laughs> I mean, as a limp enthusiast, Damn, you fucking flexible bitch. Oh, yeah. Do that what again. Up, Spider-Man? Ah, I don't like this. Where's his arms? I'm fucking double jointed. See, that's why we I'm can't. Sorry, fucking simple Ben just fucking made his arms disappear, and I'm, I'm just too drunk to handle it. <laughs> I look like a rectangle. Too, <laughs> <laughs> too drunk to handle. Too <laughs> cold to hold. Shapes out of it. I'm like one shape, just round. <laughs> it's, it's a thing, Tiffany. It's all right. I look like a grape. <laughs> Okay, I so, look like I'm a Trishka doll. You break me open, and there's like six more in the inside. <laughs> I mean, I just want to break. <laughs> uh, 
Oh, I was just saying, I would just want to break off inside of you, but that's uh, <laughs> okay. All right. So what pisses me off the most? These horrid fucking teenagers don't end up on our death count. Yeah, they should. No, not at all. You know what? Okay, this here's a little solace for our listeners and my friends in this room. Well, you guys. I'm, t- I'm talking to Modoc over <laughs> my here. My friends in this room. My friends in this room. Poor fucking Tom Hollister ends up on this fucking list, but these fucking pieces of shit don't. Bennett Tramer's uncle. I can't believe that. I can. The yeah. Tramer family's fucking. They know what they fucking did. <laughs> uh, anyway. They got a death curse. <laughs> it's got a death curse. Oh, I, I would believe that Crazy Ralph and Loomis are fucking bar buddies. <laughs> They're hanging out. It's like. No, that's fucking. Uh, Ralph's last name is Loomis, and it's like his fucking estranged fucking younger brother. Loomis is that guy that I would just purposely avoid hanging out with. Do you want to hear some- Because all night it would just be. And then I looked at Michael Myers in the eyes, God, and I is, fucking told him. Is he talking about Michael Myers again? Yeah, why like, do, dude, why like doesn't fucking, he like Austin Powers, dude? dude. I don't get it. Mr. Like fucking Doc Brown, like in part three, where he's just fucking holding the same shot all night. Fucking Chicken Little over here. The sky is fucking falling all the time, dude. Like, can you please get the fuck away from me? <laughs> hey, but you know what? Here's the thing about Loomis. He's always fucking singing like fucking doomsday shit. He's never wrong. He's always right. Right. He is. He is right. And he I got a right. bit about this a little later on, but uh, yeah. continue, continue. Oh, uh, no, I mean, I, that, that's really it. I he just, is always me, correct. All right. So I want to say these fucking little shit. Yeah, I can say cunt. UK nice cunt. Little these shit little cunts. shit cunts. These little bullshit shit cunts. They die in Halloween 5. I hope so. What, the, the cheerleaders and shit? Let's hope. And if not, I killed them in my fanfic. They drowned them a cunt. <laughs> Along with the kittens. Sexy ass kid. <laughs> Listen to Owens Joe. <laughs> Little double wide surprise. <laughs> Hopping along that bunny trail. <laughs> All right, yeah, sorry, I kind of lost my spot here. Okay, so anyway, what page are we on? Sixty nine, dude. <laughs> no, it's five. It's five. It's five. All okay. right. So anyway, um, these fucking jackass kids fucking bounce out, and they leave him in a cloud of dust. But in the cloud of dust, we have. <laughs> You're chasing it, aren't you? This this demented reverend, who I think might have been an extra in near dark. No, what's that fucking movie? We're just we're with Donnie Pleasant in it. I think this guy's my favorite oh, character in the whole alone movie. In the dark. So he's he's in um he's the old man at the bar in um uh, the wedding singer. It sounds yeah. like a country song. Well, I used to be a lot stronger. Is, dude. Well, you know what I know him from? Huey's Big Adventure, because Jimmy Crackcorn and I don't care. Jimmy Crackcorn and I don't care. He just jumps out the fucking shit. I'm pretty sure he's the old guy that cuts his he, arm off the blob. He is. All right. So he fucking gets in Loomis's... Uh, off the train, right? They're on the train? Yep. yep. Yes. <laughs> he's the hobo. From hobo. Dottie. <laughs> I'm a loner, Dottie. I'm a rebel. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck! I snorted. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> All Keep right. going. So he jumps up in his whip, and I, I will let you guys have fun with these lines because I left them out. But he's, he's like, "You're chasing it, aren't you?" Armageddon. It's as clear as blue shade blue or blue shade swoosh. He's got words. fucking like Jesus knickknacks all over the fucking like dashboard. Hey, they're Chachki's dick. <laughs> He's got like bumper stickers stapled to the inside, and then his fucking priest get up. It's the cleanest collar I've ever seen. But he's like fucking sleeves are full of holes and shit. Dude. <laughs> yeah, he looks like a drug fueled fucking priest. <laughs> he, I think. Maybe I'm just I remembering this wrong. Of the Lord he and had, crystal meth. Yeah. <laughs> he like had, my butt cheeks. He had a fucking 
like a bumper sticker inside of his car, and I'm pretty sure it just said the Bible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember what it said, but I think it just said the Bible. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> he said, Jesus is my co-pilot, and that dude's fucking loaded, and we're cruising for pussy. Jesus is taking the I could the be remembering that wrong. I, I fucking, I, it said something so stupid. I, there's like, a, there's like two, and they're both real generic. Like, one's like, I heart Jesus. I do think that one's just like the Bible. <laughs> All right, but I just want to say this. When he passes Loomis that bottle and he takes the fucking pull out of it, what has Loomis only done once this entire franchise? Drank. Smile. When was the last time he smiled? When he was screaming obscenities at a child oh, yeah. in the first Halloween. <laughs> Lottie, get, get your ass away from me. And there. he just has that little moment of, <laughs> and then fucking bitch ass Sheriff Bracker's like, bah! he's like, fuck. Okay. Anyway. So, yeah, they're driving back to town. And also, all right. Must have been a porcupine that killed the dog. <laughs> Must have been a raccoon I, I, or a possum. That's what it was, a possum. I think it was a pooching monkey. Ugh. All right. Do you got to pee? No. You got a mouse in your pocket? You're just happy to see me. Yeah. All right. Keep hop. going, bitch. All right, hop along. <laughs> Back at the Crothers house, mom and pop go to I'll the- I'll be right back. I gotta pee. All right, make me proud. Yeah, I was gonna say, dude, I can read you like a fucking Chinese menu. Get out of your order, 69. All right, back at the Crothers house. I'm listening, house. sexy. Go ahead. He's gone. We could talk about him. No, we did that last episode. Uh, so, okay. You've seen Halloween 2? Yes, it has been a really, really long time, though. I couldn't fucking tell you anything about it. I mean, dude, I'm talking like- Good save. Good yeah. save. All right. I, couldn't, I honestly got, I couldn't tell you anything about it. Well, it's the same night. It's actually the rest of the night. My dad used to make me watch these fucking movies, and it like kind of traumatized me as a when kid. When you were eight years old, and he'd get drunk, he'd only take six shots. He I told only you, took six shots. And not to derail, but I told you hey, what, fucking, what fucking ruined me on horror movies, and the reason that I still don't necessarily like or watch horror movies very much. Grew up in Hattonfield. No, because my fucking dad made me watch, as a child, Eraserhead. And it fucked me up, dude. It fucked me up. That scream from that little fucking baby alien. Dude, uh, I still Littlefoot? Dude, I still to this day, I, I will not go near that movie. I won't watch it. It freaks me the fuck out. Now, I can't watch it. I have a hard time with, with David Lynch. I I think wait, Lynch? He's kind of artsy fartsy. I wait, mean, no, with hold up. No, Cronenberg. I can do Cronenberg. David Lynch David I, Lynch did did Eraserhead. Yeah, he smells his own farts a little too hard. It's artsy fartsy. It for sure is. I, I don't know if he did Naked Lunch, but Naked Lunch is okay. Something about black and white horror movies kind of get to me, too. Well, it's, it's, it was done in the 80s. Yeah. It was like <laughs> early 80s, but... But it's it's just, dude, that, that movie was super fucked up. And to watch that as a child, you're like, I'm like, dude, I'm fucking... I'm literally only going to watch dramas and comedies. Fuck this bullshit. <laughs> and dramedies yeah. and rom-coms <laughs> and, rom -coms and, <laughs> and hardcore porno. Yeah. Watch a lot of that, but... All right. Also, hey, any of our listeners, all four of you, if I said anything wrong because I think Peter Boyle was the fucking dude from Eraserhead, why don't you fucking nut up and call in and give us a little hate mail because I don't want to hear positive things. I, if you guys ever do Eraserhead, that's an episode I will never listen to. We're never going to do, do Eraserhead. Dude, fuck but, that. But, dude, it's a fucked up movie. It's a fucked up movie. It's terrifying. If it, it had terrifying. like a cohesive plot, that'd be different. It's like... I'm going to fuck the chick that lives in the radiator that has a fucking, her head looks like a frozen ham or fucking, and then Littlefoot from the land before time is his baby. What the fuck is that shit? And then, you know what is, I will give David Lynch props for this. 
to this day, he's never revealed what that thing actually fucking was. Can you imagine watching this as a seven-year-old? Can you imagine that watching it on acid as a seven-year-old? <laughs> Is that what you did? I just I just got my bags back the other Took week. Took a couple man. blotter sheets, fucking. <laughs> Dad's like, whoa, here, eat these fucking Flintstones chewable vitamins. I'm like, Dad, they taste like a strychnine. He's like, don't be a pussy. <laughs> Oh, you're not shit. gonna learn to crawl you're gonna learn to run take <laughs> these Flintstones vitamins and go my- go on with the plot and he's back oh hey did you find link yeah where was he Upstairs. oh look at that long-faced fuck his head looks like a We're over here talking about a razor head just killing time <laughs> that's good shit. fucking hate that movie god don't take god, me i was hoping it. to fucking come back and be like Ooh. three pages in well uh, we're getting there back at the crothers house mom and pop oh our listeners are like just said this five minutes ago or they're at the giant annual you're still on page five jesus christ hey when i turn the page it'll be page six math face Ooh, more metallica references turn Turn the page page. thank you say it like goofy and i'll believe you you'll look that's actually a bob seger reference sir yeah but goofy it is uh it was a song and the silver bullet band all right, all right, all right. Anyway, so I believe in Haddonfield, there's just a giant orgy every Halloween that the parents go to. Like Halloween 1, they're talking about it. Halloween 2, they're at it. I mean, they don't call it an orgy, but they couldn't pick Lori up because they were Daddy at an had to. <laughs> it's like, Are you talking about like one of those I gotta find my keys kind of parties out of this maybe, fucking bowl? Maybe not that fancy, but more what Cincinnati Jeff is saying with the Oh, I left my keys in your bowl, and now my pole's in your hole kind oh, of shit. shit. You know well, what I'm saying? Well, because it's like it's the fucking 80s, right? Like, you know, you fucking, like, you know, it's not like you got, like, a key fob you can recognize, right? Everybody's fucking keys look the same. You put a big old fishbowl. You're like, well, I don't fucking know. Oh, my God, like, I got it. They swap it up. Everybody's fucking driving Volkswagen Scirocco's back then. So the <laughs> fuck do I, like... My panties can only get so moist. <laughs> yeah, no. it's your car, but which one's my fucking house key? Buddy, there's no key fobs. There's just key bumps. <laughs> <laughs> Am I right? All right. Anyway, they're at the giant orgy. Uh, Mike pulls up and does a little B&E and breaks into Jamie's room. Runges, ru- rummages. Th- Could you don't? Yeah. <laughs> With the mic. I got my thick, big red nose. Um. Anyway, and he finds Jamie's sad girl uh, cry time box. Not like that. And then he <laughs> finds a picture of Michael Myers in his clown costume. <laughs> Do you know why they call it a box? Because you, you can put, put stuff put in things it. in it. <laughs> like ancient aliens in this bitch. We're just cracking all those fucking cases. <laughs> Jamie's cry time box. Uh, yes, Jamie's cry time box. And anyway, they actually have a picture picture of michael myers in his costume from when he killed judith all the way back in 1963 <gasps> bum, bum, bum. do you have a button for that too late i don't <laughs> Lewis shows up at the hattonfield police department to ask to talk to sheriff bracket but the deputy looks okay remember when we did scrooged yeah does this deputy kind of look like the fucking cab driver Poindexter, Niagara Falls. That Niagara guy, Falls. You're Frankie. gonna see your mom. I don't. I don't remember this you know guy. Guy's like a real, I, I remember the taxi driver. I don't remember what he looks like. He's though. a real famous New York actor, house. But uh, he, no, yeah, he's a musician yeah. from the New York. Uh, yeah, no, Take it down to not, fucking Brooklyn. It does look like him, but it's not the same guy. Gotta go to Manhattan tonight. 
Niagara what? Falls. When Genghis Khan saw his mom, <laughs> Niagara, Niagara Falls. I can't. It's a bone, you lucky dog. Dude, I cannot remember what this guy looks like. The fucking taxi driver. I gotta look it up. Yeah, Google continue. It. I'm gonna Google it. Or just pull up our episode. What is it? What was the fucking name of the station? On I E D. Shit. You'll love it. It's only on our fucking episode, dude. Sorry you don't know our back catalog. God damn it. The Blues dogs. are losing three to one, by the way. Mm, uh, they're winning in reverse for now. What period Fuck. is it? Third. Uh, oh, that fucking one piece of shit from Wednesday got suspended. Uh, Jesus fucking Christ. Uh, oh, oh. <laughs> who, got, who got suspended? No one yet. There's uh, some fucking nasty hits on Wednesday's jaw. game. Fucking nasty hits. Talk for a second. I Give it to me. Give it to me. Uh, you are. I got it. I can read. Very bottom. Idiot. Shut up, you cunt. Lewis shows up at the Haddonfield Police Department to ask. To t- <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I will take over. Uh, to talk to Sheriff Lee Brackett. But he retired in 1981 because his fucking daughter died and he's a terrible fucking sheriff. He let Ben Tramer die in a fucking fiery auto crash, too, by the way. Oh, boy. Uh, but the deputy who kind of looks like Poindexter from Scrooge tells him they moved to Florida after Michael Myers killed his daughter and half the town back in 81 because he sucked at his job. Now we meet Sheriff Meeker, who fucking really knows how to do his job, takes one look at Loomis and knows what's up. They saddle up and try to find Jamie before Michael does. Rachel and her real foster sister, <laughs> not real foster sister, <laughs> Jamie, Run into a group of trick old treaters who tell Jamie that her clown costume is neato and they should same pieces of shit that were doing the whole fucking Jamie. The one kid was for sure. Yeah, but they're like, your clown outfit's so cool. Like, what happened? Did we do a fucking full one eighty? These kids decided to not be pieces of shit for time. Dwight Little's like, let's just fucking reuse these extras. Nobody's gonna notice. (sighs) Nobody's gonna podcast this about this in fucking thirty years. There's a fucking really shitty old movie that fucking uh, Mystery Science Theater 3000 actually does a fucking whole thing on it. What you got? It's called Space Mutiny. It's fucking Hoyer speaking to oh, extras. Julia? Because they no, actually was, fucking kill a girl in the movie. She dies. And then the next scene, she's brought back as an extra. <laughs> and, and everybody in Mystery Science Theater is like, I thought she fucking died. That was, that was like that last Predator movie. That's how bad the editing sucked in that film. Continue. I'm sorry. <laughs> So uh, they buddy up, and I'm almost positive one of those fuckers is one of the asshole kids from the elementary school. Anyway, the group rolls up to the Meeker house, and Kelly Meeker opens the door wearing a giant oversized T-shirt, and that's it. Totally appropriate for children. What's it say, buddy? (laughs) Suck my milkers. bastards. (laughs) Suck my milkers. That's what it said. It says, cops do it by the book, and that's all she's wearing. And I, I and fucking, then she shoots a black dude in the back I of the really head. I really wanted to buy this shirt for your birthday this <laughs> I year. I was going to do it. I was t- But, like, it's such fucking <laughs> bad timing right now to buy that kind of, like, that. wear that shirt. Not the bad time to buy it, but it's fucking, like, you could not wear this out. <laughs> uh, that uh, was the most underappreciated comment of the whole fucking episode. Yo, hold up, dude. I got to tell you this shit. So, I was drinking the other night, and I was thinking, like, that ACB, you know, all cops are bastards. Then I thought of, like, Constable Big Mac, all cops are burgers. <laughs> <laughs> right, dude? <laughs> Dang, grab your shit. It's about to slip off. No, no, no. The the mic pinchy thingy. I got it. Yep. All right. uh, So in the background, stupid fuckboy Grady comes walking down the stairs and sees Rachel busted. Busted. And has the gall to run after her and try to make up some bullshit story to cover his ass. Yeah, dude. Fuck this guy. Fuck, fuck him. 
fuck this dude. He's like, no, dude. I was just trying to get a hot slam pick. What did oh. she say? She's like, you jumped on the first, or you jumped into the first fucking thing available or something. Little Miss Hot Panties. Little Miss Hot Panties. Why oh. did he walk down? He just literally would have not had to have walked down. Yeah. Knock, knock, knock. Oh, I better go check this out. Also, fun just fact. Oh, who could possibly upstairs. be at the door tonight on Halloween? Fun fact, Rachel. <laughs> she wasn't wearing panties. So, Little Miss Slime Trail. There you go. <laughs> Actually, there she you was. Yeah, the white panties. I know. Just let me have this, you fuck. No. Fuck you. You suck. You suck, uh, motherfucker. Uh, we want Jeff. We want Jeff. Uh, the, sir, the... your notes are wrong. And she actually was wearing panties. Oh, I thought it was the cricket button. All right. The redo. Anyway. Don't ever reach across here and touch those buttons again. Man, I'll touch all those buttons. I'll push your buttons, Tiffany. <laughs> all right. Anyway. Little Miss Hot Panties. <laughs> I think <laughs> we're alone now. <laughs> All right. I just watched Beverly fucking Beverly Hills Ninja the other day, <laughs> and that's the fucking song when she's like changing and it's a silhouette of her. It's like I think we're alone now. Tannen, you attack <laughs> me with your front gate, so I come in the back door. <laughs> I am not dead till I cease to breathe my last breath. Tannen, I am the greatest black, white, blackest white ninja. I'll say Sorry, it. That new Mortal Kombat movie. We should have fucking had Robin Shu because he's still Jack, dude. And he's timeless. Yeah, he's awesome. Because Asians don't Flasian or whatever. I don't fucking know. I don't know. Anyway, we're getting yeah, way yeah. off. The so floor. I'm going to read this paragraph, then we'll go smoke a cigarette. How about All that? Right, sounds good. Keep Listen trying to, to choke Orange that chicken, Joe. Joey. Listen to Orange Joe. Orange chicken. Joe. Found it. <laughs> All right. Why have orange chicken upstairs? No, I threw it out. No, it's mine for later. Fuck you. But I do have pizza rolls for you later. Dope. At the Oasis, Haddonfield's finest hick bar. Listen to Orange Joe. Fox News is it. Listen to Orange Joe. I can't wait till Aaron cracks a steel chair over your back. <laughs> <clears throat> Fox News is in. Okay, you your hands go over there. Go over there. Go over there. Okay, play your fake keyboard. Over there. You want to switch spots there, Cincy? <laughs> yeah. We're going to duct tape your hands to your butthole. I can play whatever. from inside the computer. <laughs> telling me the calls are coming from inside Listen the computer. Listen to Orange Joe. All right. Um, I'm, done. I'm done. I'm done. At the Oasis, Haddonfield's finest hick bar, Fox News is interrupted by the big giveaway at 9 o'clock. The Chris Han Rattery report. Oh, I was going to make an awesome Halloween 3 Silver Shamrock joke. <laughs> Go ahead, Orange Joe. Oh, wait, wrong movie. No, instead, it's a special announcement that all the businesses need to close up and everybody needs to go the fuck home and lock the doors. What's going on, Rick? Well, Earl, the proprietor of the local watering hole, calls Haddonfield Police Department because he's not shutting down. It's less a pretty good goddamn reason. He says, I'm not going down early unless I fucking know why. Yeah, unless I got to lock the front doors and cornhole drunks in the back room. Right? Fucking major emergency. Let me just call the police department and interrupt You know what? While I'm calling, let's send Tom Hollister over to the police department to check it out. Yeah, well, he'll he'll give a head start. Just Tom by himself, the mechanic. Also, hey, Tom, wear this mask. It's Halloween. You want to make sure you fit in. Don't want your face to get cold. (laughs) I know it's it's the memoriam of your your nephew, Bennett Tramer, who died, but just take care of this for us. Uh, Anyway. And they never talk about it. All right. So the phone rings and rings and rings and... Oh, dude, strap in. Just let me have this. You got it. That's not like Ben Meeker. 
Hell, Martians could show up on his front door and he'll spit once and grab a shotgun. Somebody's creative writing instructor from the community college must have been tickled shitless that they dropped a line like that. So the mega crowd gets in their trucks and drives down to the police station. <laughs> Smoke break. All right, we'll take a little break. All right. We'll be right back. <laughs> Do we have new... Uh, so much like my traumatic experiences in summer camp, uh, the Here Comes Spooky podcast really descends on you at the moment you least know, and then drops your underpants and shows your genitals to the rest of the world. And I mean that in the most endearing way, all right? These are some charming motherfuckers. They're here to talk about some egregious garbage. And I'm, uh, you know, I'm a huge fan of egregious garbage. Um, so give them a listen and, uh, you know, open your ears and all of your holes, your other holes. Enjoy. And we're back. All right. Loomis and Meeker show up to the Crothers house to look for Jamie and Rachel. And the front door is wide open. Ugh. see, it's kind of hard not to. Anyway, uh, so they just walk on in. Loomis finds the box of sad girl photos. And Sunday, the family's golden retriever dead as fuck. Death number seven. Sonny the dog should have been dead on a Sunday morning. The front door is wide open. <laughs> Rest uh, in peace, Sunday. I hate that you love Creed. What? No, I don't. You Who? told him to do it. I would never. Never. Never it happened. It never. never happened. Stop. Never. Is that never talking about it again? Motherfucker. One time, one time, we played this fucking <laughs> awesome Pokemon drinking board game that he brought over. Yo, what happened to that shit? Sounds he, cool like, already. He printed it off of the fucking internet, like page by page, then taped Ran it together. Ran out of colors while printing it. He, fucking, he worked really hard on it. So and hard for like, the money. Why didn't you just like, buy the game? It's not a real thing. It's not a real oh. thing. So it was like... Uh, one of them was like, okay, admit something to your friends that they would never, ever know about you. And I was like, all right, dude, I'm going to be fucking, I'm going to be real here. Um, Creed is pretty fucking catchy, and I think their fucking songs are okay. I don't really have a problem with Scott Stapp. <laughs> I really don't. I really yeah. don't. It's I, hey, the reason just I, between us guys, I don't think anybody else will find out, you know? The only reason I laugh is because I watched, of all, of all things, a fucking TikTok the other day. Oh. And this guy's doing a fucking uh, drunken karaoke version of Scott Stapp. And it sounds just like Scott Stapp. <laughs> fucking unreal. And Scott Stapp it's easy to. does the duet with it. And he's like no! fucking headbanging and shit. The all whole right. Time. That's a good it's, sport. Yeah. he Dude, because clearly this guy's making fun of him. But he's fucking jamming and having a good time with it. I'm like, okay. Scott Stapp's a pretty cool guy. So I... I fucking I don't hate Creed, and I think they're fucking. They're well, I'm fucking open. That one's kind of uh, a piece of shit. No, like, dude, isn't that the song they play in fucking H two O? Yeah, isn't that in the credits? Yeah. My hero. Wait, is that fucking Nickelback or Creed? This is kind of the same thing. <laughs> there goes my self respect. Now that's that's fucking hey fuck face. That's so fucking much. Foo Fighters piece of shit. Now we're splitting hairs. Oh, okay, well Foo Fighters are. They're all right. I'm I cool would fucking be in any fucking band if they paid me as much as they pay Creed. Right? Are you fucking kidding me? I would sell my play. soul to anybody for that amount of money. Now, I don't hate people regardless of religion, race, or Creed. Hey. <laughs> all right. Anyway, are you are you doing a bit here? Or should I just wrap this line up real quick? Go for it. Go. All right. I do enjoy how these Halloween movies stick with classic the classic formula. Like Mike needs to drive at least one time in a movie. And he murders animals. So, you know, there's consistency. 
all right, dude, this is fire. Let me get through this whole shit. At the local power station, or whatever the fuck those things are called, we meet a fan favorite character, Bucky, who's just trying to do his fucking job until Michael Myers shows up with all that Halloween crap. Bucky then tells him, Hey, you're not Captain America. He says, don't go anywhere. I'm on the phone with Captain America right now. Don't do anything stupid until I get back. Michael Myers grabs him up and whispers in his ear. You want to know how I got these cars? No, no. He says, how can I when you're taking all this stupid with you? Then he throws him face first into the fucking power grid. I'll explain that joke momentarily. (laughs) Causing a blackout. All right. No, start it back over. Grabs him and whispers in his ear. Start it. Michael grabs him in the ears. Grabs him in the ear. Grabs, grabs him in the ear. Grabs him in the rear. And then uh, whispers into his mouth. <laughs> That's how anatomy works. Listen to this. He says. Listen to me. Grabs him by the what? And does the what? Michael grabs, grabs him, him by the and dick whispers and whispers into walk. his rear. <laughs> grabs him by the dick and whispers into his belly button. Grabs him by the. <laughs> set me up again. Okay. So. Let me T-ball set you God up. God damn it. You want some cheeseburgers, motherfucker? <laughs> Michael grabs him up and whispers into his ears, Speed kills. That's a fucking callback. Oh! <laughs> All of our listeners checked out by this point. Yep. <laughs> See you guys later. You know Have what? Good night. But if you download it, it still counts. All right, yeah, so then he throws him into the fucking generator. My Mine was a gag from Captain America and Bucky, you know. Mine was from our own episode. Oh, I saw what you did that, boy. <laughs> Do you want to know how I got these cars? What the fuck <laughs> is that from? That's from the same fucking thing where he fucking reaches over and fucking Annie's trying to start the car, and I'm like, before he slits her throat, he goes, <laughs> you're like, she says, speed kills, and I said, no. He says, you want to know how I got these cars? So, loyal listeners, in case you haven't heard our Halloween episode of the titular movie, Halloween 1978. I haven't heard it yet. Oh, eh, you'd hate it. It's hard to hear over Captain Trips. (laughs) (laughs) Is there a Teal Ford Focus with a nine-year-old in it? Jesus Christ, no, no. (laughs) Come on. I'll have this. This is for Captain Trips. Uh, Captain Trips. Clank. 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 Long distance. Clank. You talk too damn much, kid. Nah, he's great. Fucking moving on. All right. To the Teal Ford Focus. Mm. (laughs) God, I hope that kid doesn't die or I'm going to feel kind of a little bad. Anyway. Jesus Christ. We're not not quoting Tool. All right. For the next three minutes, we have characters stumbling around in the dark until everybody meets up with everybody and they encounter the Myers gang. Yeah, see? (laughs) Or it's a bunch of shithead teenagers in Michael Myers' mask trying to get fucking shot. Seriously, that's a real bad idea. <laughs> you thought it was me. Okay, This was oh. the dumbest shit. Okay, all right, so hear me out real quick. It's like YouTube pranks. Like, yeah. It's just a prank, bro. Hey, you know that insane old Scottish dude that always has a gun and the sheriff that doesn't fuck around? Why does Loomis have a gun? Can he not have a gun? That then man does not have a gun. 
Why didn't they take the gun away hey, from him? Whoa, yes. whoa, no. Because of all the people that fucking use guns in this franchise, he's the only one who's ever shot and hit Michael. And might I say, also, this is Illinois. He so shot him. He shot him six times. Hey, we're not, we're not counting. This is Illinois, so <laughs> if uh, Loomis doesn't have a fucking Foyd card, he's illegally owning the gun. So <laughs> I think Loomis does a lot of things illegally. Hey, doctors in Illinois get to do a lot of shit. <laughs> I don't even think he's a doctor. I think it's just a made-up title for Loomis. It's doctor in it's parentheses. Crazy it's like bastard. how Dr. Pepper does doctor. That's a great... That's a fucking... All right. Okay, as they drive away... Oh, no, no, no. You, you said... What did you say? Because one of those idiot kids says it. He goes, ha, 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 you thought it was me. As he fucking pops his mask off, and it's just some one of the fucking stupid neighborhood kids. All right. Just a prank, bro. Now, let's dwell on that line for a minute, because if it was, in fact, Michael Myers, wouldn't he have said... You thought I was one of them. Right. Uh-huh. So did Michael Myers just out himself, or is that some shitty writing? Uh, I think it's just bad kids. Okay, fair enough. <clears throat> anyway, they drive away in the squad car, and we see that the real Michael Myers was less just than fucking, five uh, feet away from him. Beck, Beek, uh, Meeker's like, if I fucking catch anyone, you're going to spend the I'm fucking gonna weekend fuck in your jail. moms. <laughs> you're going to have sex with my daughter. I mean, <laughs> damn it, my sister wife. Uh, also, spooky! Alright, the gang heads back to the police station to find that Haddonfield's finest dead-ass uh, Haddonfield's finest dead-ass bodies all over the place. Mike had a real field day with these guys and straight pulled these motherfuckers apart. Death number 8, 9, and 10. Three cops. It's a shame. They were all two days from retiring. <laughs> <laughs> I'm too old for this Was there shit. three cops in there? I only remember the one that he, the arms was fucking chopped off. I had whatever. to do a little deep dig on the internet, okay. but that's, that. them's the numbers, kid. Samesies. All right. The belly beard militia shows up to the police station as Sheriff, oh, and Sheriff Meeker tries to cool them down, but Big Earl pretty much tells them, uh, hey, you guys didn't do shit 10 years ago, and look what fucking happened. Loomis tells the redneck that Michael Myers is back to his old Halloween tricks. Hey, and and the fucking rednecks load up for some off-season psycho hunting. Meeker tries to scold Loomis for sending a bunch of drunken morons out with guns to roam the streets, but Loomis is like, yo, dude, you don't have a fucking police force, so this is as good as it gets right now. <laughs> Meanwhile, at the Carruthers' house, the deputy they... Oh, uh, uh, that's Deputy Logan. I retroactive notes yes now. okay yeah deputy logan's like yo i heard about the shit with down at the fucking pig shack kind of shit and uh so he gets in his car uh because safety or yeah he says meeker says hey get to my fucking house safety and numbers kind of shit but uh you know what deputy logan didn't realize his side job was being an unintentional uber driver because <laughs> uh who's in the back seat it's mike and he's sneaky did you hear him go <laughs> <laughs> so he fucking burns out and, uh, all right, sneaks a ride. Uh, across the town, the rednecks claim to see Myers, but instead they kill Bennett Tramer's cousin, Ted Hollister. Thanks, Obama. <laughs> Listen to Orange Joe. Actually, this one's up for grabs. Death number 11, Ted Hollister. What do you guys got? Thanks, yeah. Obama. Thanks, Thanks Obama. Obama. All right. He got chainied. These guys definitely watch Tucker Carlson and hate gay people. There is no doubt about that. <laughs> I saw Papa Boner and my heterosexuality. And I made out with bigger. Oh, he touched my him and he's like, Here's the fucking crazy thing about this fucking They scene. light him up. He, like, he fucking looks at it like Earl or Rick or whatever, and he's like, you said it was Michael Myers. You dumb son of a bitch. Because they're all like standing where his body's like, shit. 
It's Ted I didn't Hollister. see anybody. Like, no one's upset about it. It's the most fucking like mundane shit. Like they fucking accidentally killed somebody's cat. They're like, damn, it's Ted Hollister. Like no one's like, oh my fucking god, we just, we just killed, just killed, an killed a fucking person. innocent person. We are all going to jail. All right, who's the more incompetent redneck squad? These drunken hillbillies from this movie or the dumb shits from fucking Silver Bullet? This one. Yeah, because they saw Ted Hollister making lemonade in his pants, <laughs> and then they went ham. All right. Or might I say, college kids! We killed your friend Ted Hollister! College, college kids! kids! <laughs> Back at the Meeker household, Grady or Brady or who gives a fuck, are about to go to fucktown when him and his girlfriend and the remainder of the police department show up and tell him, oh, there's a deranged killer roaming oh, the street. Oh, dude, this scene, though, And they're great. trying to kill this little girl. Tego bitties. Just want to see them titties. Oh, and we'll also... Watch Brighter Animator. You can. Dude, or like... Google images. Yeah, just hit it up, boy. A renegade. She's got some dump truck titties. Oh, also, if I catch you growing up with my daughter, I'm going to fuck you in the ass. But cops do it by the book. He said. No, no. But cops do it by the book. He's going to shoot him with the shotgun. Oh, yeah, I'm going to use that shotgun on you. Oh, and by the way, that's the ultimate cherry on the cock block Sunday. Your girlfriend shows up. The police squad shows up. Nature's punching bag, Jamie Lloyd, shows up. And anyway. I like how he, fu- he gives him a She's like, Grady. You know how to use a gun? He's like, yeah. He's like, take this double barrel, a fucking fistful of fucking shells, also this toolbox. This boomstick. Go fucking upstairs. Because he's supposed to go upstairs oh, and fucking right. plug yep, all yep. the fucking holes in the fucking, in the attic, like the, the doors and shit. Yeah. It's fucking you- zombie apocalypse. <laughs> Death number 12, Grady's boner. Hey, man. <laughs> Out of the two so far, Meeker is fucking killing it compared to fucking Sheriff Brackett. Meeker is fucking on point. Legit, when he roll, when fucking Loomis rolls up the police station, he's like, this, this, and this are going to happen. And Meeker's like, all right, yeah, I live through this. Let's, Let's do this shit. Do it. Like right. Meeker's fucking on it. He's one of the only guys, uh, honestly, and like out of the Halloween, the fucking two that I've been a part of now. The franchise. The most competent motherfucker that exists in this franchise so far. I'll tell you right now, as incompetent as a doctor that Loomis is, he's always fucking correct about Mikey. <laughs> but when it comes to any other fucking character other than Laurie Strode being like, seriously, we need to take this fucking serious. Sheriff Meeker is that guy. Nobody else fucking takes it fucking for real uh, other than Meeker. Meeker is what Loomis should be. He's the only <laughs> other like fucking the secondary character who's like, all right, let's fucking do this right. And I, I, okay. It don't work out so well. I mentioned something earlier and it's super distracting in this entire goddamn movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is it Kelly's death? It looks like Johnny Sins face fucked. Loomis and gave him cheek herpes and it totally <laughs> fucked me up for the entire movie because I kept looking at that ugly fucking wart on his goddamn face. It changes. It morphs throughout the movie. So oh if you God. hadn't seen part two, you would know that that uh, he had uh, exploded he got along with Mikey because right. it's like a throwaway line oh, yeah. at the beginning. He's like, he set himself and Michael Myers on fire. But like, that's the that's how the second one ends. Well, at least Michael Myers is smart enough to wear a fucking mask. <laughs> I mean, Jesus Christ. In, in Loomis. public. Yeah. Ugh. You should get vaccinated. But that is that is how part two ends, and that's why he looks like that for the rest of the series. Yeah. Retrospect, we should have had you on part two. Maybe you can just eat my number two. Oh. oh. 
Well, no, it's not. It's not retrospect for him. They should have done a better job than that one fucking throw. They didn't line. explain shit. Yeah. Honestly, it, it, it is like it, it's fucking Gibby Haynes or whatever the fuck who's going down the elevator with them at the beginning, and he's oh, like uh, Squidly, Squidly, yeah, and he's like, eh, and they fucking set himself and this patient on fire, right? <laughs> like it's that's it. It's real fucking. Quick. I'm not it's mad done. at it. You've never I'm been to a psychiatrist, whatever. and they never tried to give you fire therapy. This movie really relies on you seeing the previous two, right? Which is kind of weird for such a big franchise. You know what? I, I went into it blind. And I was kind of fucking confused for 80% of the That's, movie. I and wanted then I put to the text t- you earlier in the week, but like, hey, you seen part two? I kind of put the puzzle pieces together and I figure mean, out what the fuck is going you're on. You're not but. wrong. And I I mean, I'm going to I'm gonna poke a lot of holes in this later when we get to the fucking wrap up. But yeah, I'll just blurt it, it out. I know, I know you have problems. I know you have it in the trivia. There's this, holes in this canoe. <laughs> to stick a finger in that uh, yeah hey moving on so uh no there is listen to orange joe if he tries to grow up his daughter there's gonna be holes in fucking brady's canoe you know what i'm saying <laughs> he's gonna fuck him in the ass he's gonna fuck him right he's gonna find that stranger in the alps <laughs> in betwixt no, fuck the your mountain. stranger right in the alps all right go right ahead sorry uh, come on orange joe all right so the, uh, i'm gonna shit on i know this is trivia probably got originally this movie was supposed to start uh, with an explosion, the titular, you know, like the big, ex- the end of the second movie, and Lewis was supposed to get blown through a wall, so that's why he didn't get correct. correct. That's why it was a Kentucky Fried motherfucker. All right, anyway, so <laughs> I have Deputy So and So. That's not right. Deputy Logan runs Deputy up. So and So. That is that is what we call him fucking every time, dude. dude. It, that, that's a callback. Any to the movie fucking sinister. deputy. It's fucking so and so. Unless we're watching uh, uh, Sinister or, or um, uh, fucking my bloody Valentine 3D. It's a black guy, <laughs> Deputy Black Guy. Mean black he guy. Get, he didn't get a name until like yeah, we had two thirds of the way into we the had movie. To, like fucking research that shit. So if he ever hears this, you can call me white podcaster idiot. And that's <laughs> fine. All right, so Irish de- idiot with a microphone. <laughs> Irish idiot number one. Orange Joe. Listen to Orange Joe. Hey, so our listeners at home, if you're listening to this and driving a car, open a fucking road, Sody. Go on a nice three-hour trip somewhere, and every time you hear, listen to Orange Joe. Take a big swig and think about what you're doing right in life. It's going to be a lot of wrecked ambulances all over the fucking place. We got a, we got a lighter? Or a, uh, use my car keys. Here, I'll use my teeth. Boo, big-headed friend. All right, beer. All right, so Deputy Logan runs out to his car uh, to get his shotgun. Goddamn, Hulkamaniac, look at you. Uh, Damn suburban commando over here. Christopher Lloyd up in this bitch. Anyway, he notices that his shotgun, or he has a shot, he gets a shotgun from the trunk, but he notices the door is ajar. Oh, that's weird. I wonder what happened. All right, so I'm just going to burn through this page. So they fortify the Meeker house and wait for the state police to show up. Yeah, I know shit happens. This is how I'm telling it. Anyway, uh, which normally would be a good idea, but you locked yourself in a house with an unstoppable killing machine. Also, Kelly probably put some goddamn pants on. Rachel puts Jamie to sleep and goes goes downstairs to chit-chat with Deputy Logan so she can get the scoop on what the hell is going on. And this was super fucking cool while she's talking to him. If you look in the background very carefully, Michael's face comes out of nothingness. It's really brief. You probably didn't see it on your phone. I did. 
Oh, look at the eyes on Ben. I did. I had the brightness turned all the fucking way up, buddy. That was pretty cool. I love yeah. it when they do shit like that. Little subtle. That's right. And little I love subtle fuck yous. I, it's kind of like the, the scene in, in one where yeah. he's right there at the top of the but stairs. But subtle. And, yeah, it's not. And I love the way the music kind of spikes. It's like. Dun, dun, dun. And I don't have a spot for that, but we should probably talk about the music for a little bit. It's not bad. It's, it's pretty fucking okay. Well, it's not like great, but we'll like, talk it's the, about it in our new segment. I <clears> just decided to come up with right now at the end of the episode. That's never happening. Right now. Uh, here, it, it's it's, it's the best version of okay you could get here. It's like right below. Pretty good. Great. I'd say this is the when you buy a Halloween album and you can't get John Carpenter to do it. It's like my Howlin' Terry and the Spooky Kids. You get Walmart's version where <laughs> yes, you're like, yes, it's not bad. It's Ex- not bad. Exactly. All right. Kids bop. <laughs> now that's what I call Halloween. That's what <laughs> spooky music. I was going to go much darker with that. But now yeah. that's what I call. <laughs> that's what I call. That's a what I teal. call Halloween music for. <laughs> now that's, that's what I call white privilege. <laughs> now that's what I call music Halloween for the entire fucking soundtrack. would be <laughs> fucking kids screaming at the but, top of their but lungs. It's, it's the Jamie's an orphan remix. <laughs> All right, Loomis decides to so much to bounce screen. out and head over to the Carruthers' house because that's probably where Michael would show up. That's not a bad idea, but he's a couple steps behind uh, the play-by-play. In the kitchen, Rachel and Kelly get catty about who's trying to fuck that doofus Grady. All that's right. super important at this point. Yeah, these these are things we, we need could to die know. tonight. And Kelly's I wanted... like, I didn't know he was with you. Bitch, you didn't give Rachel's a fuck. Like, motherfucking bitch, yes, you did. Also, out of all, also the- you bang everybody, so knock it off. Except me. Yeah, you're like a fucking screen door in the wind. <laughs> you're like a dick in a butt. You've got poop on your wiener. <laughs> Listen to Orange Joe. Perfect analogy. I mean, oh, captured, Orange Joe captured that moment perfectly. Shakespeare, suck it. I'm running the show. All right, <laughs> I'm running this fucking farm, Frankenstein. <laughs> Over the radio, Meeker hears that the lynch mob shot an innocent, so he has to go and regulate on them fools. Regulate any sound of his property. We're damn good, too. Can't be any geek off the street, you know what I mean? Got to be handy with the steel, you know what I'm saying? Earn to keep. Boop, 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 Regulate us! Mount up! That's from Young Guns and Warren G, but <laughs> Young Guns first. Ooh, yeah, I heard Warren G didn't regulate <clears throat> his Start Emilio intake. And Carlos. Did you see the size Carlos. of that chicken? Sheen. Carlos. Well, Carlos Estevez, technically. It, and you, Nate Dogg. Easy, Tiger Blood. Nate Dogg, anybody? Come on. That's right. I made that joke. Uh, while everybody is just kind of waiting around for the state police to show up, Kelly does her best waitress impersonation by going around and topping off everybody's coffee before she goes and makes small talk with Deputy Deputy Logan, who's been sitting in that rocking chair with a shotgun watching the door for a while. I don't know. Why doesn't she go put some goddamn pants on? I mean, that would be a fucking well, good Well, to be fair, she puts a flannel over her fucking giant wet ass Yeah, titty. because she fucking threw coffee on her. Because uh, what uh, fucking uh, Rachel threw coffee on her. Well, she was trying to dip her tits in it and then scream at fucking Rachel's mom. God damn it! But, but I mean, from you, the beginning, why didn't you just go put in your coffee? <laughs> you got my hanging. God nip. damn it, Cheryl. Cheryl, you stupid bitch. You, you know got cops my do it by the book. In your goat's milk. <laughs> you know cops do it by the book. All right. Anyway, so she's belly. I wish they turned the power back on so we could have a little MTV while we wait for the Calvary. So she uses her crack torch to fucking uh, 
illuminate the candle and we see deputy logan's mangled ass body but before this is a cool scene i know i think somebody's favorite kill of the movie and franchise yeah. before she could say a goddamn thing Ever. markle ma'am <laughs> is uh yeah before she even goes flapping about 80s fucking music we all know that michael myers is an oldies fan mr sandman right bring me a dream he stands up and he rather than putting the fucking trigger on the shotgun and blowing her in half he jams the barrel through her stomach through the wall and impales her with a motherfucking shotgun it's a double barrel over and under shotgun i so we're at fucking we are at i'm sorry oh, let me hold on one second there they're ready so we are at the drive-in with uh simple ben oh and yes, I, was yes. like, I was like hey ben we haven't watched a lot of this fucking movie because this is the first movie of a triple feature that's right and i was like we're getting fucking drunk fucked up smoking a lot of cigarettes we gotta pay attention to this one part because this is not how fucking shotguns are supposed to work it's my favorite death in any fucking horror movie ever right when you fucking stab somebody with a fucking gun let alone a fucking double barrel yep. shotgun and I fucking love it because not only does she fucking get like impaled to the wall and fucking nailed there with this double barrel shotgun again, stab with a gun. She fucking spreads out like Jesus and she's just fucking with arms wide open. <laughs> and it's just, I fucking love it so much. It's such a ridiculous Thanks, way to use a gun. I've never seen another gun used like this before. It, I love this. Spoiler alert, it's my favorite death ever. All right. <laughs> so, Deputy 2. Deputy 2. Death, death 2. Deputy White Boy. Death number 12. Listen to Orange Joe. Deputy Logan. Anybody? Anybody? He was uh, also two days from retiring. Jeff, sure, fuck it. And death number three. The uh, who number gives three? A fuck? Number the, three? The uh, oh, who I'm, gives a fuck if this guy dies or lives death. That's that's that one. He got fucking origami, dude. Okay, death number 13, Kelly Meeker. Yeah, I'd fuck her, but I heard she's a little stuck up. <laughs> <laughs> she's dating. She's in the guise of a higher caliber. <laughs> <laughs> she's dead, and I'd still fuck her. <laughs> <laughs> What, uh, bitch? It was off the top of my head. I heard their guts are all gummed up. <laughs> I'd get up in those guts. Hey, oh. All right. Rachel makes radio contact with the police. Yeah, she's in the basement or something. She goes upstairs to tell everybody. That's where the radio is. He tells Loomis that. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> she's like, yes, hello. Yes, uh, 10 for Roger. <laughs> over, <laughs> over, and out. Out. over and out. Over and out. <laughs> Fucking stupid bitch. That's it not how that works. <laughs> Learn your fucking language. <laughs> Clearly has radio training. <laughs> Learn your phonetics, asshole. All right. So she's, she's like, I only know the, I only know the Navy ones. This is fucking me up. <laughs> Alpha Bravo. Yes. Over and out and under. <laughs> uh, over under. <laughs> yes. Four. Thank you. Ted four. Oh yes. Uh, all right. So she goes upstairs and she sees Stupid the dead idiot. ass fucking bitch. I swear to God. <laughs> she runs upstairs and she finds all the dead bodies and that her little not sister is missing. Call her little Nazi sister. Little Nazi sister. Oh, <laughs> I, th I swear to God, I thought you said her little Nazi sister. Well, no, I say Nazi sister. Why would you say so? To if me? she was German, it Vi would not be the <laughs> sister. Could, Why would you call me that? Vi could you go upstairs and help me get something out of the oven? <laughs> it's in the very back. 
Oh, if you get burned too bad, we can go to the showers. Oh, god damn it, Mike. Go, or fucking nachos, go on. Please stop it. <laughs> Such, dude, please stop it. Just go. Just go. All right. Rachel runs uh, back downstairs, and then they run into Grady or some shit. Anyway, she pretty much says, or he says, fuck your foster sister. She's probably dead. Look at these cops. They're dead. Let's get the fuck out of here. So he uses the shotgun and tries to blow the lock off the front door. But it doesn't work because oh my God, doors dude. and shit. This is my fucking second favorite line in the movie. It's a metal he goes, door. He fucking metal. shoots it one time and it fucking it somehow ricochets off it. It's a fucking shotgun. Shoots it again and he fucking blows a hole in the door. Then he goes to grab it and he goes, ow, it's metal. It's metal. And you- fucking Rachel says the exact same thing that I do every time I watch this scene. What does that mean? <laughs> Wait, did he say it's metal? Or it's metal! Go break out a window, you fucking moron. Thank you, Rachel. You, you fucking I don't know what that fucking means either. She's like, what does that mean? And it's never explained. Oh, it's metal. Okay, real talk. I was going to act like I fucking, like, I'm smart like and I know song? things. Or- no, uh... So is that lazy writing, or maybe we lazy don't riding. shoot doors enough or something? Lazy, lazy riding. riding. It's the fucking, like, the friction from it's the ricochet. It's fucking dumbest thing. Yeah, it's lazy writing. Yeah, because I'm pretty sure in Halloween 6, I saw Michael, like, tear the chunk out of it. Whatever, we'll get to We're that. locked in here, minus the 70 fucking windows yeah. that exist that we could open up and walk out. Yeah. That Kelly locked, we could just unlock. Throw her dead ass body through a window. There you go. You got some stepping right? stools. Fucking Pamela style. That's right. Problem solved. You're, you're not slipping off because you're going to run into them tits for friction. All right. No, uh, not friction. For for, for, for friction. For for padding. Friction is when you rub two things together. When you land on hey, things. Hey, I didn't say padding. just because I'm climbing out, I'm done with them. Refraction is what happens. Something with grass and sunlight. All really right. Know. All right, puppy goo goo. Let me <laughs> tell you a dream. Fetch all right. me a dream. <laughs> Puppy goo goo. Listen to Orange Joe. Puppy goo goo. Fetch me a drink. All right, we're almost done. Let's go. All right. Let's all right. finish Damn, it. I fucking hope so. All right. Uh, so they run upstairs and find Jamie. Then they find Uncle Mikey, too. Grady's dumb and forgot to reload his gun. Uh, so- Dude, what the fuck? This guy struggles. <laughs> this I know guns fucking Grady. A white dude in the Midwest in the 80s. Yeah. It's a break action shotgun. Fucking. All you have to do is put the fucking slugs in the hole. Right. Open it. it. They come out automatically are kicked out and you fucking put new ones in. He's just like struggling with it. Well, somebody never saw Army of Darkness, so he doesn't know how they work. It's just fucking stupid. All right. So. Uh, he pulls the trigger, and guess what? If fucking you- Michael J. Fox trying to reload the fucking <laughs> shotgun. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, he pulls the trigger, and guess what? Nothing happens, because if you don't put bullets in the gun, no boom, boom. So Mike slaps him around like the punk bitch that he is. Well, hold on. He finally gets him in there and then shoots the gun over his shoulder. <laughs> Good shot. Like, not even a miss. Mike's the, the, beyond the, dude, the fucking uh, blast point, and, and he's like, I'm going to pull this trigger anyway. And just, uh, just the physics of a fucking shotgun. Is that there's a fucking spread when you fucking shoot a goddamn shotgun slug? It fucking expands, right? Like, That's the like, thing. It's a it's literally called a wad. The wad fucking expands depending on what kind of choke you have in the shotgun. Whatever. Don't gotta go in the fist. Seems kind of racist the way you say it. I but, don't know why. <laughs> uh, like Cincinnati Jeff's butt cheeks at a Creed concert. There's a spread involved. <laughs> but, all right. Well, yeah. I mean, it's just it's so fucking it's so ridiculous. This most ridiculous he knows. goddamn thing. All right, anyway, Mike slaps the fuck out of punk bitch Grady, grabs him up, and breaks his whole fucking neck off. This is the worst fucking death in the franchise, because while he's Ooh. fucking about to get his fucking neck broke, 
Spit take. Yeah. Ding. He fucking stops and does the spit take. And not only does he fucking spit the blood out of his mouth, he looks around like, where's the best place to spit? Over here. <laughs> and I, then fucking gets his fucking neck broke. So <laughs> to get you, blood on the banister. Yeah. So do you think, like, they started filming and just the editor was like, ah, oh, shit, I probably get a shit. This has the potential bit. of being such a badass kill and they just fucked it up. Because he just, he just, no, Brady, to his Brady, Brady whatever. Like, that's he a good spot. Spit, but, but they then looks back at But that's at Mike what I'm saying. It had the potential of being a really badass kill and they fucking got super lazy with it. All right. The guys. Gun, you know, sorry. I'll burn through this because uh, then I'll burn this house down. All right. Jamie and Rachel flee to the attic where they escape through a window. On the roof, Rachel finds a cable and uses it as a makeshift harness so that she can lower Jamie down. Also, Michael finds a knife in the attic. Cool. Okay. Not the kitchen. Whatever. Fuck, what do I know? It kind of works. She gets about halfway down, and then fucking Jamie swings into the trellis and rappels down. Jamie beats her to... uh, Rachel beats her to the punch. (laughs) Yes, she does. When Michael straight up shot puts her ass off the fucking roof. No, she doesn't. She just falls. She fucking grip gives out. And the best part is, again, if you got the subtitles on... She goes, oh, shit! (laughs) It just goes, body thud. (laughs) Body thud. But it's okay and you hear it too it's hard it's like if you're watching this for the first time you're like rachel is not getting back up after that noise so jamie goes over to check to make sure she's not dead but has to keep running because she's like eh, tina wake up tina i know it's get the, the fuck one. out of here i don't she's, know why you hate tina. she's like come alive <laughs> come alive be like a cat in a, a kitten in the in the fucking barn that's, no, we're not talking about five. You're doing notes on five, and I'm going to piss all over them. All right, anyway, <laughs> she keeps running because Uncle Boogeyman is in hot pursuit. Jamie runs into Loomis, who insists on going to the school to trip the burglar alarm so that the cops will show up there. It kind of works, but instead of the cops showing up, it's the ghost of Bennett Tramer, and he fucking fires Loomis's old ass through a plate glass door dude, for getting him killed. And you're fucking do? not wrong, dude. This is when the blonde wig shows up. You got that in the trivia? Oh, yeah. Well, we'll deal with that then. All yeah. right. Uh, but this is blonde Michael Myers now. Jamie runs around and screams for about two minutes, and she eats shit, but not like divine. <laughs> and falls down some That's stairs. a blink flamingo joke. That's right. Give me my eggs. All right. <laughs> Things aren't looking good for Jamie. As or us. Mike closes in on her. But surprise, Rachel pops up around the corner and hoses Mike down with the fire extinguisher. Because just like Project Metal Beast, Michael Myers' weakness is fire extinguishers. That's called a callback, motherfuckers. I'm sorry. Project Metal Beast, colon, DNA, DNA overload. He can take nine shots out of Loomis's six-shot revolver, but can't take a fucking fire extinguisher to the face. I'm just saying I see Bennett Tramer and I spilled clam chowder. I like how before this happened, Loomis basically abducted this girl. She's extremely reluctant to go with him. Because wasn't he driving into Teal Taurus earlier? He he shoots his way into the fucking fucking school and he's like, ah, metal! He's like, I love classic jazz. I hate metal. Now, don't get me wrong, right? This is this is Halloween, so school would naturally uh, it's be May in session. <laughs> Why are the fucking doors chained shut like the, that? The dude, 
Like, why? How many school shootings happened in the eighties? Because all okay. the fucking degenerate kids it's they had going no there, right. they're making fun of kids for being fucking orphans and, and having serial killer. Alarm that goes uncles. off. It's just a fucking regular school bell. And Loomis is like, "Do you see any lights? Are they on their way?" <laughs> It's like for fucking what homeroom? What the fuck? Like what? What's going on right School's now? School's out, children. Yeah, get away from the school. School's out, you no class hoodlums. School's out for murder. Miss. Oh, yours is good too. From the top. All right. Listen to Orange Joe. We're almost done. No, we're not. I have my second script in my bag. <laughs> well, I'm fucking leaving. <laughs> I threw your keys on the roof. Me too. I'm the, walking home. <laughs> all right. The rednecks hear the school alarm and they meet up with Jamie. And oh, Rachel. you mean the murderers? You throw that word around. I didn't. Th- <laughs> wait, no, I didn't say anything about cops. Did I? Am I all right? All right. All right. Did they shut that hole in your face and let me burn fucking manslaughter? <laughs> Well, it was just Ted Holliston. You know, he's a fucking jack off anyway. All hey, right. We heard on Sean O'Hannity that there's a fucking <laughs> murder at the school. I mean, what would Alex Jones say? I'm just saying <laughs> that it was a hoax. Michael Myers doesn't exist. Are you telling me that the Hanfield elementary murders were a fucking hoax? <laughs> Listen to Orange Joe. Get your goddamn hands away from there. Go, fucking finish, go sit on the couch. Finish your job. Get your fucking shine box. We're done here. Let's you go. Get your fucking shine box. All right. The rednecks show up, and uh, they're just like, hey, they come to the conclusion that dying in the school is a stupid idea and maybe leave the whole confrontation of Michael Myers to the state police. Um, Let the police do their job. Smartest decision any of them have made all fucking... <laughs> All fucking movie. It's probably yeah, probably yeah. So why I I feel like maybe not because they've let Sheriff fucking Meeker. Do I love his how job. easily they were talked he into. Did it not too. do it well. They're like, hey, we should just let the police do their job, and they're like, okay, and they just fucking leave. Well, well they, yeah, they, they've all fucking committed murder. Yeah, yeah. You've murdered an innocent person tonight. You're not going to stay here and murder Michael Myers. You're just like, okay, let's leave. Yeah, Cut their this. hands are a little red already. <laughs> I yeah. do love a little like, mob justice. Man, though. I can't believe that Michael Myers shot that guy to death in the park. <laughs> that was <laughs> took all up. our guns and used them at once. But oddly gave them back. Uh, so anyway, <laughs> it went to clean a prince. <laughs> You're just living in fear. Just living in fear. Listen to Orange Joe. Come on, Orange Joe. All right, so they load the girls up in, in uh, one of the pickup trucks, and they get the fuck out of town. It's, this, it's the it's the murder truck. It's the same fucking posse that fucking killed Tom Hollister. Well, it's it's Big Earl's truck specifically. Anyway, yeah. we're coming up on my favorite part of the movie. All right, here. so they flag down a trooper. Hold on, no, they don't flag down shit. He goes, "Here comes the cavalry, dude." And they just start shooting guns, shotguns, dude. Yes, okay, They're actually, boom, boom, boom. Like what the? This fuck is are you how doing? you know one, you're in the eighties, and two. This entire posse's white because everybody you're in Southern Illinois. This fucking scene because I had to rewind it, even though I have seen this fucking movie at least twenty times. I'm like, wait a minute, I never paid attention. Why are they, are they just fucking guns? firing guns while the cops are driving by and nobody fucking thinks like that might be a bad idea? They're like, oh yeah, they're just trying to wave down the cops. They're just I've I found in that's my, how in, in you my, say hi in Southern Illinois. In my thirty-three years of life, I've found the best way to wave down a cop is to start shooting guns in the air when they walk <laughs> by me. That worked really good in Monster Squad. <laughs> All right, fucking ridiculous. All right, just just let me get through this real quick. Jesus. All right, so all the fucking cops go by, and then fucking big girl with the ladies pulls over, kind of shit, and only black character in the movie. 
And uh, so they all get tickets for not having their seatbelts on, but we'll let it slide. Click so her ticket. Right? So he's like, hey, just down the road, there's like a police station. Substation. Thank yeah. you. And please don't fire your guns on the way yeah, in. Yeah, they get really uneasy when you do that. Hey, uh, boys! <laughs> please don't point your shotguns at the police Hey, Ossifer, you got more ammo? Badoosh, badoosh. Uh, anyway, so <laughs> we're friendly. What kind of fucking wild west shit is going on? Listen to Orange Joe. <laughs> so I think this is the only episode that's going to use that button because we got that mileage. All right. Anyway, they go to the police. They go to the highway patrol station four miles down the road while the state police take care of business. Are you saying you don't like my Orange Joe button? He's getting mad. Everything is going fine until it isn't because Michael pulls himself up from under the truck and starts killing again. Motherfucker. This is actually pretty cool. He stabs two of the guys and fires them out of the back of the truck and then just kind of throws one guy out. I, I'm going to say it. I don't think that guy dies, but he's going to feel like shit for a couple weeks because <laughs> yeah. he fires his fucking ass up. His back is going to look like Loomis's face. <laughs> Oh, shot time. Shot <laughs> all time. Right, all right. All right. Finish time. it out. Finish it yes, out. Yes, we're almost there. We're almost all there. Right, hold, I'll, I'll pause it real quick while you get the shots. We'll take a quick break. You, I'm reading, bitch. You get the fucking shots. Oh. Thank you for your service where you got your goddamn legs Not doing the off. shots yet. We're finishing this all out. Right. All right. Death 15 and we're 16. This close. Just some good old boys. Never meaning no harm. <laughs> Michael then smashes his hand through the window. Oh, do I have this here? Yeah, he punches through the window, the driver's side window, right? Yeah, and okay, so hold Fucking on. Fucking Big Earl. Let's think about this. While Michael is hanging under the truck, Cape Fear style, he's getting hit in the face with trucker nuts. <laughs> Neon pink <laughs> trucker nuts, dude. He's just like, oh, this kill's gonna be worth it. All right, uh, so uh, he smashes through and he tears Big Earl's fucking throat off. This is like, <laughs> it, a it is so gross. This is the most gruesome death in the fucking yeah. whole movie. This 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 whole movie I feel like is uh Michael Myers hand to hand combat fucking movie CQC. because he kills so many people with his bare goddamn hands. Oh, it's a crab colonel colonel <clears throat> crab battle. All right. So, uh yeah, that's gross. Rachel fucking fires Big Al's ass the fuck out of the driver's seat. And I know shit happens, but shut up and let me do the goddamn thing. Right. He slams on, or she slams on the fucking brakes and just Michael just fucking flies over that car. Um, it launches his ass into the road ahead of oh, them. Sorry, the what? Road. Thank you. He picks himself up and just kind of bumps him. Oh, Jesus. This part coming up is my fucking favorite Fucking straight of the up night. does too, dude. He gets bumper fucked 15 feet into the goddamn air. Now, if Smokey from the Friday franchise was there, what would he say? What would he tell Mike? You just got knocked the fuck out. You got knocked the fuck out. Are you talking about when she fucking throws it and fucking first and fucking just rams him? Full speech. She's like, you yeah. mother. This right. is my favorite part of the movie because it looks like a fucking dummy just gets thrown in the air. Because it is. Hey, man, yeah. Because it is, but it's just, it's fucking hilarious. I rewatched that part probably five times. I kept rewinding it because it just made me laugh so much. I don't know why that made me laugh. And it lands magically on a mine shaft. Yeah. Well, we're almost there, guys. Let me bring it on home. Meeker and the state boys show up at the Tada Nick of Time, and for for some dumbass reason, little Jamie goes over to Uncle Boogeyman to hold his hand. Rachel screams at it, get away! Well, that's her only living relative. Ugh, that's and not true. Rachel. That's not true. 
<laughs> I'm sorry. It's at the time. I mean, she's Rachel's her real sister, her only living relative, and Rachel kind of, kind of a barely a half our roommate. Close us out. All Close right. us out, Nachos. All right. So uh, she screams at him to get away. He springs up to attack her, but every cop with a gun in a five mile radius just fucking unloads into Myers. He gets lit up like a goddamn Christmas tree. Now, Lewis may have shot him six times, but these guys shot him like 600 times. I love that he's getting shot that many times, and he looks like he's doing like a boogie at a disco. He's like, Ugh, he's doing fucking Crispin Glover's Mr. dance fucking for Roboto. Friday the 13th Part No four. shit. All right. He finally stumbles backwards and falls down a well or a fucking mine shaft or something, and maybe falls out into a river and then some fucking... Into a fucking hermit's fucking hidey hole. And And then they put sunglasses on him, and now we got Weekend at Bernie's. (laughs) You think you're mad now? (laughs) Wait till you fucking come back for part five and see how he fucking lived. Oh, fuck. All right, back at the Crothers house, Jamie's stepmom... Diane. Cheryl. 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 That fucking bitch. I just keep calling her Cheryl. She's a Cheryl. Diane would be a good guess. Cheryl of Diane. Diana Cheryl's. There we go. That's actually not bad. That sounds like an actress's name. Okay, cool. Good story, I bro. like it. Good story, bro. Fuck you. All right, anyway. Like, Listen to Orange Joe. <laughs> you know what I like? <laughs> it's going to be so Is that I have controlled these buttons and he does not. Get your own rogue cast. What, bitch? Listen to Orange yeah. Joe. <laughs> <laughs> All right, anyway. So, uh, Diana pours Jamie a bath to wash off some Listen. of that childhood Listen. trauma. Listen. Listen. We could just edit all this out. I'll start over for this. We can't edit shit. Oh, we will. Page one. (laughs) (laughs) Pours her a bath to wash some of that childhood trauma off while everybody's just kind of like downstairs. All right. um, Long day, boys. Jesus. Uh, What did you guys do? Oh, all our friends and family got murdered. Watched murder over and over. All right, now while this is going on, we cut to a POV shot of somebody snooping around upstairs and grabs a pair of sewing scissors. They slip on a clown mask, very familiar clown mask, and walk into the bathroom <gasps> and violently stab the ever-living shit out of mom. Everybody rushes upstairs to investigate the screaming, and at the top of the stairs, they see a young Tommy Jarvis possessed by the evil spirit of Jason Voorhees. Our Listen to Orange uh, Joe. Sorry, wrong movie. I like how it's fucking Loomis at first, and he's like, no. Oh, bo, 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 no. Bo, bo, bo. Let me get there. Let me get there. They see a young Jamie Lloyd in her clown costume holding a pair of sewing scissors covered in her foster mother's blood. Dr. Loomis pulls his gun out, because of course, and start, right. and is getting ready to line up he's the got shots. no control. But everybody just fucking tackles. Well, fucking Sheriff Meeker pulls ben, him fucking aside. Ben, how's it go? What's he start screaming? No! 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 (laughs) (laughs) Fucking dude. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Halloween 4, the return of Michael Myers. So I got I I I need to I need to throw something out here. Loomis fucking pulls a firearm on a seven-year-old or six-year-old or however old the fuck old she is. She was eight years old. Eight years old. Eight-year-old girl. She was because six times. Clearly, this 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 little girl is going through some serious major fucking trauma. Comes from like a shit background. She's a little fucking orphan, little stupid bitch orphan. And uh, just joking, just joking. <laughs> little orphan Jamie. 
This fucking guy figures the best way to handle this is to pull my fucking gun on her and point it at her face. And if Sheriff didn't come up and fucking tackle Loomis, he would have shot an eight-year-old girl. Well, I mean, in his defense, the way that it's shot, you see Jamie before he does. So he hears the screaming, pulls the gun out as he's coming around the corner. When he sees Jamie, he freaks out. And that's when Meeker comes by and pushes him away. It wasn't like it was like he saw the kid and then pulled the gun out. It right. was the other way around. But and I will give Loomis that defense real quick. I do think he would have shot her, though. If he didn't get fucking tackled, I think he would have fucking shot her. Meeker definitely saved the day on Jamie there. <laughs> and I like that this is how we were fucking also introduced to the fact that fucking Meeker lives. Yeah. The most competent person in the Halloween series up to this point is Meeker. No, it's the most competent person in the Halloween series at all. Yeah. Dude, uh, here's the thing. And I know I joke around a lot about this. And and you guys give me shit all the time. Because I know, like, you guys fucking love Loomis. And I and here's the thing. Love me some Dr. Loomis. I fucking do love Loomis. I love Donald Pleasance. I love Loomis. I love the idea of the character. And, and Pleasance does a fucking amazing job at playing what Loomis should be. Better actor than a doctor is what you're saying. Yes, because like when you look at it fucking realistically, right? When you look at it, like, of course, it's a slasher movie, right? You got to be like, okay, I just got to accept it for what it is. It's a fucking 80s slasher movie. But, but here's the thing. This man is so fucking crazy that you almost feel like you're having a goddamn fever dream when you watch this fucking guy try and interact with society and fucking literally anything. And, like, he's not the serial killer. He's supposed to be the good guy. But he's, like... Oof. I feel like his fucking kill count is probably higher than Michael Myers just due to <laughs> incompetence. Like, accidentally killing motherfuckers left and right. Like, blowing people's fucking heads off, accidentally lighting people on fire. Oh, oh that Michael Myers, I'll fucking get him, that man of true evil. And, it, dude, the whole thing with Loomis to me, because I come into these movies with stupid brain, right? Oh, I come with in arms with wide brain. open? With arms wide open. I come in with stupid brain because I'm not a slasher guy. I'm not a horror movie guy. I, I do these with a fresh to outlook. hang out with you guys on a fresh outlook. And looking outside in, I look at this guy and I go, you're fucking bananas. The fact that anyone ever gave you a fucking doctorate and anything, and like anything, period, dot, is fucking crazy to me. Well, you I, should be in a mental institution. I guess we don't need Simple Ben to break it down for us. But how do you really feel, that, right? This, right. That's my breakdown of Loomis. Let's take a quick break, put a little cancer inside of us, and we'll come right back. This is Abe Froman, the Sausage King of Chicago. And when you're not stuffing your face with delicious Andouille, make sure to listen to the Here Comes the Spooky podcast. I can tell by these boys' voices that they've got big kielbasas. All right, that's and perfect. we are back. So in the year 1999, Sugar Ray had an album called 1459. Dude, for real, OG Sugar Ray fucking. <laughs> it's actually really good. It's like old punk. Yeah, dude, I was, I was talking this shit with the Phantom Bastard. He was talking about the fucking Goo Goo Dolls. Like, their first two albums were like punk rock shit. Mark McGrath, more like Mark Mendick is hard. Am I fucking right? I want to see a dead body. Cut y'all. We've got 16 deaths, not counting Sunday. One off screen. Number one, Attendant Black. Thumb you through can't the forehead. Go wild because her roots are showing. <laughs> Attendant Evans, body find an ambulance crash. Paramedic one and two, both body find an ambulance crash. Number five, Mechanic, stabbed with a metal rod. 
Number six, the waitress. Body found by Loomis. Number seven, the phone. Do you think Loomis at least tipped her? Number seven, Bucky. Bucky Tramer. <laughs> fell off a bridge of a train in Russia <laughs> and then later found and turned into the Winter Soldier. Number eight, Deputy Pierce. Found ripped apart. Number nine, Ted Hollister. He knows what he fucking did. Shot to did. death by idiot posse. <laughs> Number 10, Deputy Logan. Found dead by Kelly with blood on his face. Dude got origami. I'm straight saying. Like, you look at his arms behind his back kind of shit. I don't know. He, he got folded. Motherfucker got folded. I'm sorry. Let me say that again. Number 10, Deputy Logan. Folded to death. Got folded. Number 11, Kelly Meeker. Stabbed through the torso with a shotgun. Almost stabbed by Brady's metal rod. You guys <laughs> know what 12, I'm saying? I'd Brady, the torso. neck broken. Fuck him. 13, Don't. Orrin Gateway stabbed in his back. Number 14, Alan Gateway stabbed in his side. Number 15, Unger Gateway thrown from a moving truck. Wait, I thought that was Big Al or Big Earl. That's, I, I mean, I had a deep dive on these <laughs> ones. Yeah, we go to Big the same side, buddy. Big, Big Al. Al. <laughs> Sorry, Number buddy. 16, Earl Ford, neck ripped open. Oh, so they... I just say that you got fucking thrown off, but yeah. Well. All right, so favorite kills. Go ahead, Ben. Absolutely 100% shotgun through the torso. And Kelly Meeker. Yep. I mean, cops Nachos. do it by the book, buddy, but uh, yeah, no, I'm saying that, man. Uh, we all I didn't one. expect it. I think that's the thing that made it the best for me is I thought he was just going to fucking blow a hole straight through her, but mm. it was like the I'd fucking, blow a hole like, straight through her <laughs> with my penis and ejaculating. Yeah, everybody's got Kelly Meeker. Um, I'd say that top five best kills of the franchise. This is my favorite fucking kill of all time in a horror movie. Honestly, the the, the one that almost kind of holds a stick to it, though, is at the very beginning Candle? when he shoves the fucking, his thumb through his fucking face. As unbelievable as it was, it was still a cool kill. Whatever. Maybe it Michael has got some thick-ass thumbs. I thought it was a really neat special effect because, like, it wasn't, like, overdone. Right. It was just, like, straight through. But at the same time, it's like, that's not how foreheads work. Yeah. Nachos. I'm going to say it, dude. I think John Carl Buckler of Friday the 13th VII fame. Uh, V-I-I came back and did um, reshoot special effects for this. Don't quote me on that. I don't know. But if you do, I'm right. All right, you guys ready for some stuff you should know? Sure. Do you kids want to see a dead body? That's not the right. Do you kids? No greetings. (laughs) What seems to be your boggle? My boggle? Sorry. You got a new roadcaster. Listen to Orange Joe. (laughs) Those guys on the buttons kind of sound like you, dude. No greetings. What seems to be your boggle? My boggle? All right. Sounds so, like you don't pay your taxes. The girl, Lindsay, who drove Rachel and Jamie to the discount mart, was going to be revealed as Lindsay Wallace from Halloween, 1978, and have a larger part in the film as Rachel's friend and helping her babysit Jamie, but this was cut for budget reasons. The third boy hanging out with Brady and Wade in the drugstore is meant to be Tommy Doyle from the original film. Yes. Oh, Doyle rules. In late 1986, the Canon Group produces for such movies as, I don't know. Ninja 3 The Domination, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2, Breaking, Breaking 2 Electric Boogaloo, He-Man. Okay, it goes on. Uh, Dunstan checks in. No, I paid for that out of pocket. They had contracted producer Deborah Hill and director John Carpenter to work on a screenplay for a new Halloween film to be titled Halloween IV. Electric Boogaloo. As they were interested in optioning the rights much like Canon had for Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. 
Cannon did not like the treatment that Carpenter and Hill had turned in and ultimately decided to not produce this film. Shortly afterwards, Carpenter and Hill sold their remaining interest in the Halloween series to producer Mustafa Akkad, Fuck who yeah. promptly developed this film with a completely new script fashioned around the slasher film boom of the 1980s. Series creator John Carpenter wrote a treatment for this film that had a more ghostly psychological approach to the whole Michael Myers mythos. Now, are we going to talk about this? or We are, because right, it concerned the town of Haddonfield and what effects the events of the first two films had on its citizens. The concept was later rejected by the producers in favor of a typical slasher fare, at which point Carpenter left out of the film, making this the first in the series that he had no participation in. Particip- no participation in. <laughs> participation in from him. Jamie's name in the original script was actually going to be Britain or Britty Lloyd, but was changed uh, to Jamie uh, to Jamie as an homage to Jamie Lee Curtis. To the French cinematographer. No, I'm just being an asshole now. The Go scream ahead. queen herself. So back to the original script. In the original script, the opening shot was a long hospital corridor suddenly blowing up and throwing Loomis from the explosion, such as Nacho's referenced earlier, in a reference Loomis. to the end of Halloween 2. In order to show how Loomis had survived, it was later decided that the film should not have any connections to the previous two films, and the explosive opening was never shot. Director Dwight Little later explained, we decided only to reference the first movie. I think the reason was we didn't want to get tied up with a lot of logic of police questions with Michael and exactly what happened to Dr. Loomis. Alan studied it very carefully, so we know that if we hit any landmines or any big mistakes, he'd catch it. I think he studied about it as hard as uh, Uncle Ben did. But I didn't really want it to be influenced artistically by anything other than the original Halloween. Well, here's the thing. You did fucking reference it. And you dumb you did a bitch! Job. Daniel Harris revealed in 25 Years of Terror which was a documentary. Got it. Uh, when her character Bay. runs through the neighborhood screaming for help, someone legitimately called the cops. Several times throughout the shooting. Per, yeah, so per her, I was banging on doors, yelling for someone to help me. Help me, help me, help me. After I got lost trick-or-treating or something like that. So at 4 o'clock in the morning, they're hearing a little girl screaming up the streets, and someone called the cops. The cops came, Then the story ended up in the inquire that I was almost kidnapped off set. Oh, like the real cops. Yeah, competent. Well, debatable. In the schoolhouse, Michael's mask them. appears briefly with blonde hair. The mask was the original type chosen for the film. However, it was decided to go with a design with brown hair, resulting in reshoots. The mask with brown hair was chosen to match the style seen in the first two films in the series, with the blonde hair mask appearing only in the schoolhouse sequence. In a cutscene, Michael is coincidentally looking for a new mask at the store the same time Jamie is. He grabs a Ronald Reagan mask and walks off screen. A few seconds later, too political. he throws it away and grabs the bleached William Shatner mask instead. You can ask anyone. It's too political. Too bigly. Uh, so, all right, let's talk about this script thing real quick, because I did, I did a super deep deep dive so So basically the original script that that john carpenter wrote was basically the town is afraid of the season of halloween as they should be motherfuckers banned it completely put your fucking arms back knock that off and they fucking completely they're like this there's no halloween here in town whatsoever nobody's dressing up with trick-or-treating because it invokes fear and so because of this because of this fear their fear somehow like 
brings Michael back as this like entity, this ghost, basically a la like Freddy Krueger style, feeding off the fear. Exactly, and because you. they're so afraid, the of only him, way I can get my dick hard. He comes back, and the more he kills people, the more afraid they become. The stronger he gets. Right. Sounds a little and too Freddy Krueger supposed to be, and that's exactly what they were going for. The only way that they're going to solve this is that Jamie, his only blood relative, is somehow supposed to help put him back and calm the fear and fight Michael. That's but an ambitious script. It is, and I would you say that's a better one than what we got? No, actually. <laughs> Let me jump in real quick. What? So I did a deep dig research on this shit, and there was a second draft by some shit knuckle, whatever the fuck. And so it M. was M. Night Shyamalan. Oh, I'd throw him <laughs> off a bridge into an original idea because he's never had one of those. Hey! Oh, <laughs> nope. Uh, oh, it's over here. There it is. All right, so. uh this script starts out, it's uh, Lindsay Wallace. She doesn't remember the traumatic experience of the 1979, you know, OG Halloween kind of shit. Yeah, which Stupid. would make sense because she didn't really experience it like Tommy did. Well, at the end of the day, that, hear me out. I mean, she yes, never yes. saw the boogeyman. Yes, she did. Remember? Well, no, hold on, hold on. Not, I'm sorry. Not like Tommy did. Well, Tommy was a little turkey anyway. Or but go on. Who are you right. calling Orange Joe. I'm just saying, uh, a little close to Thanksgiving, be acting like such a jive turkey <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> anyway, anyway, so uh, do we got piss grenades? Who's got beers? Because uh, he's or- got. A, I think he's got one. For Orange whip. There. Orange whip. There it is. Can I? Uh, anyway, so uh, 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 Tommy Doyle's like the weirdo. Because guess what? Tommy Doyle's always the fucking weirdo. And Paul Rudd doesn't age. Side note. So anyway, uh, Lindsay's growing up and trying to do like normal shit as a teenager kind of thing. And like, so anyway, Michael comes back and he is kind of a ghost, but not yeah. really. And you know what? This might be that draft debatable anyway. So they, they call, they do a lot of deep cuts into earlier shit, like Sheriff Lee bracket still there. And, um, Tom, it would be that way because, like, they're afraid and, like, it makes him stronger. He'd be a ghost. Yeah. Dude, and everything was fucking popping. It has, like, Lonnie Lamb from part one. He's back in it. And, like, all these other, uh, like, and I- I'm on board with all this shit. Um, so, Mustafa Akkad wanted a flesh and blood killer. How, but, but we, we don't really ever really get that with Michael. Hold up. How I, do you I feel? Would you like a flesh and blood killer or would you prefer this other script that... Well, I'm bring gonna, it back as like an entity. I'm going to flush blood on your face here in a second. Just yeah, let me, that's let, what I'm asking. Let me finish my thing, Dad. All right, so like all this is cool, and then like Lonnie Lamb has a younger brother, and he has a St. Bernard, or not St. Bernard, German Shepherd, not unlike Lester. I mean, this this script is just nothing but callbacks, so it jumps into the Myers house. and it gets This has got to be the Carpenter one, then. We'll see, we'll see. Uh, so it gets in a tough, a tuffle, you know, it gets in a... Danny Brooke with a person we don't see anyway. A disagreement. An altercation. <laughs> a Scott Stapp. <laughs> You're a fucking dumb dude. Listen to Orange Joe. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, I appreciate it that time. All right, so uh, anyway, the fucking, the dog shows up and like barfs up some fingers. And then so like they go to the Lost River fucking uh, drive-in, which they talk about in Halloween 2. 
And so Lonnie's there and he passes out and then like he wakes up and everybody is fucking dead kind of shit. So except for Tommy Doyle and Lindsay Wallace and then like uh, so like some 28 days later. Hold on. Hold on. And you know what Lonnie does? He gets his ass away from there. He, He does actually. So Michael Myers shows up and this might be kind of it's not so much the fear of dreams and so forth, but like he grabs out of the film canister, the celluloid, not celluloid. That's what my butt looks like. So, uh, and then he grows his fingers back, like, uh, not a, like a Deadpool. So anyway, the cops show up and fucking light him up with guns and shit, and he grows bigger. Yeah, this has got to be the same thing. Well, I mean, I think maybe that was Carpenter's thing. I think Carpenter jumped in for like three pages, like I'm still so drunk off of Budweiser. <laughs> no, according to Canon, like he wrote a whole script. I think he probably did like a three page treatment. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Anyway, so I was listening to this podcast that was talking about it and silly, but it's I would listen to ours and I think we're and right. it's nowhere as good as Here Comes the Spooky. Right. But anyway, um. They did uh, follow through with uh, stealing or commandeering, you know, two parts of that. Uh, everybody showed up on Michael Myers masks. And uh, the <laughs> ha, ha, you thought it was me. Yeah, Adam. And uh, <laughs> just kidding, bro. Frank and, and the fucking giant shootout at the end of the movie. And there was a lot of dog sex in this movie. It was weird. They brought dogs back from the dead to have. <laughs> it was weird. Uh, it was right, weird. Yeah. Well, what do you know? I asked for final cut. And I got it. <laughs> All right. So your final cuts, final thoughts, and your grade, Ben. What would you rate it? Give us, give us your thoughts. Out of ten, here we go. Um, I'm conflicted about this movie because there's a lot of things I like and a shitload of things I dislike. Uh, I thought we get to part five. I thought there was a lot of fucking lazy writing in it. I thought there was a lot of really cool things though, and. Uh, you know, some of the kills were cool. Obviously, we talked about the, the, the fucking shotgun kill through the stomach. Some of the fucking face-piercing thumb through the... Thru- 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 Get out of here, logic! Through the forehead. And uh, I don't know. It was it was a cool movie. Um, I found myself, honestly, a couple times... Uh, you know, hey, fucking dare I say it, kind of getting bored. Uh, I, I was like, what's... Sir! You know, hey, I'm I, like you. I fell asleep. Couple uh, times watching this, yeah, you but know, I, and I don't, I don't want to damn the series. I don't want to damn the name of of the Halloween series or anything. But you know, I thought it was a good movie. I really did, and I and I had a lot of fun with it. Out of ten, I'm going to give this a six out of ten. Now, here's the thing: six out and of I ten. I like your grade, but don't don't rate this on the fact that it's just hey, Halloween's attached to it. Because I'm not going to lie to you, the series does not go up from here right and and that's it, where and that's where i'm kind of at and you know it I'm, goes I goes down the ladder and like i think there's a lot of context that i'm missing too because again i'm not a horror movie guy i fucking want if, if we're if i know we're going to do a a fucking podcast on a particular movie i will go and i will watch that movie i'll do my homework i'll fucking watch it a couple times i'll try and take some notes right. so on and so forth but i won't go back and watch three two you know i did the original 1978 sure. which was uh, again a good movie I think this was a little more streamlined. I felt like Loomis was a little more fucking sane in this movie. Kind you, of. You hit the nail on the head with the lazy writing thing. For right. Sure. But I, I, I really felt <clears throat> like there was some fucking really lazy writing that went on here. And it kind of fucking it bled through into kind of a 
uh, dare I say it, boring kind of fucking plot. It was a good movie. I'm giving it a 6 out of 10. Listen to Orange Joe. Well, I just want to make sure you get to your car real safe tonight. <laughs> hey, and I know that I have like a fucking because when I when I and I'm not trying to cut you off, but like when well, I looked online, easy. Everybody easy. was saying that like part four, part four is one of the better ones. Uh, and debatable. And th- this is what it I had saw. Potential. Chief. This is what I saw it when I did my fucking uh, Google YouTube uh, Ask Jeeves research. <laughs> Did you have to blow the dust off that search engine? I went on Yahoo News and I searched it. But no, from from what I saw, this was a uh, this pretty loved movie in the Halloween franchise. And uh, it, but it also seemed like people were kind of conflicted about it. Like, eh, it's okay. It's not the best. It but hits it's, me at the crossroads. It's gonna be that shit. fucking vanilla chocolate ice cream kind of movie. Like it's basic bitch. Fucking, we're gonna get a through woman got. Sorry, microphone that's right in front of my face. Am I am I far off track on saying this? Like, am I wrong on this? I don't know. No, you're okay, you big turkey. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. What's your thoughts on it? I don't know, man. So, like, I love this fucking movie. Now that, I mean, you know, rose tinted glasses got fucking broken off my face when the reality of a thumb jamming through my fucking temple. Do you love this from, like, a nostalgia aspect, though? Or do you love this because, like, the fucking writing in the movie was that good? Actually, the writing of this movie is not very. You that you did not give me a beer. Oh, I'm, was oh. I supposed to? I'm sorry. I was just going. And, to, I'm, and I'm not trying. I'm not trying to be a dick. Like no, I'm just no, trying, no. Straight I'm trying up, to I'll challenge you. you. Like, hey, is this like a nostalgia thing, or is this you actually fucking love the movie? The kills the writing. I know we've shit. been throwing around. Well, this. let him get. Hey, let him do it. Sure. Sorry, I'm talking too much. Oh, uh, okay. So I but we've been throwing around this. Listen term. to Orange Joe. <laughs> Orange Joe. What I get the think? orange microphone cover after this one. Uh, so let's change right now. Change places. <laughs> there you go, Orange Joe. And we're back. All right. So, uh, yeah, like this, like a condom. Just ruining the fucking. Yeah, like I fucking use them. Oh, uh, yeah. Right. <laughs> so, uh, totally professional podcast. We got Patreon. <laughs> Check it out. Okay. The Bought website. Pictures. All right. So, no, fun fact this movie was written. 11 days before the 1988 fucking writer's strike. So, yes, this is true. So, like, these guys were like, uh, let's just fucking throw shit out. Like, well, okay. And it's writers. So, it's several. As, as were most movies well, go after the certain treatment. So, this was kind of slapped together. Like, let's just get yes. this the fuck out. Yes. And like, you know what they say? Hell is paved with the, what, best intentions or something? Uh, the such? road to hell is paved with the best intentions. And context, exactly. like, context like that is what you need to know is like, if you think about it in that aspect, it's like, this is a fucking damn good movie at, at, for, like, what it is in the time period. Yeah. Well, and, it's fucking but good. always know that it's never, like, what you see in, like, on TV where it's, like, one guy is like, this is not how I wrote it. There's one guy who wrote it, and then there's a fucking, like, room of Jews who took it. Ish people. Fucking... Hold on, and I don't mean it to be like fucking sounding like that. But what I'm saying is like, there's a fucking room of guys who fucking took it. Hey, if you're gonna like, bury it apart, I'm gonna grab like, a beer. These are the best parts. These are the worst fucking parts. We're gonna fucking rewrite it right now. And they did all that right before this fucking strike, and they were fucking under the fucking gun. Like they had to done. get it out. Yes. they had to get it out. So they're yes. like highlight best parts, worst parts. Eh, do we miss it? Yes, several. And that's 
I think that's a tough position to be in, right? Because now you're under the gun and you've got it and you have to put out. And that's the thing is like when you're involved in a franchise like Halloween, Friday the 13th, Freddy or, or fucking Friday. Or, oh, oh, my God. Nightmare, Nightmare on Elm Street. Street. Like you're, you're looking at all these major franchises. You can't just throw shit on the wall. And this is the one that comes out like wall, that. Right. And two, Jason I, X was another product of I, this. I can't. Fucking Jason X. That's a whole nother conversation. But like. Man, don't no. don't don't fucking make two and th- two, two and right. three here. Give it. I have a me. fucking Give thing right me. here. Um, Thank you. two Listen and three. Orange. Two Joe. and three. I don't know shit about, but I do know that Halloween nineteen seventy eight was fun. I gave it what seven and a half. Out of fucking ten, I honestly going back and rewatching it a couple times now. You want to give that one? I want to give that one like closer to like an eight and a half because I become I've kind of come to love that movie for what it is. But I just I don't know. Like four just seemed like it was kind of lazy, rushed writing, and it all makes sense from what you. I'm going to expand on what you have to say. Let's let Nachos take it, please, because I've got a lot to say with you. Okay, so all the things I brought up, other than I'm amazing and you guys suck, and I'm going to make sure you get to your car safe. Yes. And make sure your brake line works really good. Uh, so anyway, no, dude, ha- Halloween 4 to me is fun because I hate to say it. I know this is the first one where it has no connection to Jonathan Carpenter or Deborah Hill. Um, but anyway, yeah, this is one, uh, Mustafa Makad, right? Yeah. Mustafa Makad, yeah. Took yeah. it and was like, I'm going to do this myself. And uh, flesh and blood killer, let's go. Oh, was he one of the canon dudes? Or like, I'm down with that. No, no, no. Mustafa Kad, he had it from the get go. Okay. I'm glad they did that. The flesh and blood killer, and not the entity. Yeah, that's a, that's a little too high up its own ass. And See, honestly, well, goddamn, well, from this this point on, the well, franchise just uh, if they want entity, it's too artsy fartsy. I'm not down with that. A little too high concept for the franchise. Yep. Honestly, I appreciate this movie, but at the time, because- there was only one other guy who did that. Dreamy Frederick, mm-hmm. you're a slasher flick. You know what you are. Stick to your fucking roots. Stick in the fucking pocket. Well, at this point, you'd, you'd, you'd had two plus whatever the fuck. Again, I love three, but you could say whatever the fuck three was. Different ball game. Different. Now game. you're at four. It's like you could really go right. any Just fucking all over myself and spilling beer. You're at crossroads at four. Yeah, we are red erupt in Orange Joe. <sighs> Listen to Orange Joe. Dude, our listeners are going to be so drunk, dude. Nobody's listening at this. Point. Yeah, right. <laughs> what are we? Hour five. This might be a two-parter. All right. So, uh, I don't know, dude. The gore in this movie is fucking pretty good. Pretty good. I always want more. I would give the gore probably about a casual eight. Hold on. Hold on. Yeah. High gore here. Casual eight out of ten. Out of a hundred. That neck rip. Okay. No, out of ten. Okay. Out of ten. Buddy. Okay. 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 You get the neck rip. Dude, that cut is. The, the, hold on, cut that out. Okay, give me some more gore. Which neck rip are you talking about? The one at the beginning? At the end? Or wait, no, the the one at the beginning is through the cheek. No, it's through the forehead. For forehead. Um, no, the he, when he rips Earl's neck at the end. All dude, right, cut straight. that out. What what other gore is in this movie? Killing the dog. But okay, no. no all right, all right. On screen gore. When you say gore, I expect on screen. You know, malicious fucking murdering. You see it happening like in the moment. Yeah, it's in my mind's eye. All right, realistic. But I, I, I don't. That neck tear, I don't want to be that guy. Um, but like you've, that's it. That's the one. That's that's the only one. No, because what about at the at, at the end when the fucking uh, the only other one Brady 
fucking you see him rip. he's bleeding that's, that's, a lot but it's it's just sound effects or or the or the driver of the car when you see his fucking face get ripped off that's what i'm talking about that's that's yeah. the that's what we're talking about that's that's the death that, oh, I, oh okay you the only other one that's gory is kelly all right to be fair the way these sensors were fucking chimping down on these movies at that point oh yeah mpa was fucking hurting them hard the fact that we could 1988 fuck friday the 13th part vii mm-hmm. the new blood uh that was the year before and that no that was this year oh you're right same you're year right. uh that got fucking neutered hard but the fact that we but that had more gore than this. all right all things considered though buddy. all things considered though i'm curious to see what your rating on this is I'm really curious. Hard three. No, I'm sorry, but oh, I, that's my dad. I'm just saying that no, that's, no, that's no, the that, one gore that, scene. So like, cut that out and like, tell me the gore. It's just you're saying you love the gore, but wh- where's the gore? And I'm a gore hound. I'm, I'm a gore whore for yes, sure. You are a gore whore. I love the gore. All right, the, the gore or the better. You know me. what? Uh, you ever heard of this movie called Hostel? Thanks for keeping me real on that. No, and in retrospect. It's a lot of what they don't see and what you, your mind's eye Which is in. what the Halloween franchise does. Right. For the cheesy. Uh, I don't know, man. No, no. And I like that they do that. I give it about, about a, suspense. I give it about a five. The movie a five? No, no, we're not there yet. Uh, soundtrack, I don't give a shit. I mean, I know they got the guy that did the original back that isn't John Carpenter, but like his code. Mm-hmm. But no, dude, out of the franchise, I'd say this is probably one of the weakest. This is like, like I said, it's like Howlin' Bob and his haunted buddies fucking discount <laughs> bullshit version. Uh, is it shot well? Yeah. Is the acting good? Do I genuinely feel sorry for Jamie Lord, uh, Jamie Lloyd for just being fucking the world's emotional and physical punching bag? Yes, and when we get to part five, Jesus Christ, shit. Well, it's, uh, we'll save that for Ben. Um, I don't know, man. I give this uh, this movie in whole. I mean, it, it's a competent story. Fight me. Um, and it, it's what you have to do. You're continuing the franchise, but you can't have Jamie Lee. You know, you got all the other. You got the majority of players, and you just got to do what you got to do. You know. I give this, I give, I give Halloween four. I will give it a straight point drop from that shit mask and you kill the dog. Oh, but I, I, I automatically got to throw that point back because it's the Halloween franchise. That's what you do. You kill dogs. You drive cars. It is the third dog that died in this franchise. That's right. And uh, Michael Myers does not operate a car in part two. Um, you know what? I'll, I'll stay safe at a seven fuck off wades out of ten. Yeah. Can, right. can I throw one just quick, super fucking quick thing in here? Sure. Um, I will say that, like, compared against 1978 Halloween, that this was much easier to follow. I felt like the fucking plot and everything, like, kind of moved in a kind of smooth manner. Like, I could follow it from front to back, whereas 1978 was very fucking quick. Like, Things happen and boom, boom, boom. Michael Myers is fucking everywhere. You know, I, I don't know. Like this, I felt like I understood the plot a little bit more and I could follow it. Well, they a kept it easier for they kept it very simple for fans. a simple bitch like me. It was much easier to fucking follow. Would you say a simple bin? I had to say because not only does have does this have the highest death count in the franchise, but has the highest death count in most horror movies at 16. Does it really? Yeah, I did not know that. Yeah, but a lot of them are off camera kind of fuckery. 
Four, yeah, four of them were in the ambulance. That where you're like, can't we, you can't even. We like, saw a kill yeah. from that, and then like uh, then three, three were more. just kind of yeah. that waitress got axed off screen, and well, you still see her good ass dead body, which is like good blue. ass. She's just she's like blue, like she's been dead for a while, and it's weird. All right, so um, hey, Cincinnati Jeff. All right, so this we don't care what you think. <laughs> no, what do you got, buddy? This movie is where the friend- listen to Orange Joe. Look who oh, found sorry. the button. <laughs> This movie is where the franchise takes a turn. And honestly, it doesn't really recover. But that doesn't mean that I don't love this franchise or even that I don't love this movie by itself. It's much, 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 much better than Halloween 5. Loomis is Loomis. He never changes. He's a little more extra in this. But but the way the movie introduces us to Jamie and Rachel is weak as hell. Sir. Yeah. No, we never really get a chance to like them at all. I we have love, no I, real interaction to Jamie or simple, fucking Rachel. Simple bitch from the outside, absolutely yeah. fucking spot on. You know what? I pity love Jamie. spot on. That's what it is. That's the best you could do for it. Because there's no real character development. And this movie fucking suffers for it. Totally it agree with Sensei. Totally agree. First two, you get fucking... Jamie Lee Curtis. It's the night after. You get a fucking ton of fucking character development for her. I haven't and seen two alone. or three. Oh, three's a different ball game. Yeah, That's there's the one no with Tom there's Atkins. Let's no say one and two. Because three, masks. three, there's three has nothing to do with Michael Myers whatsoever. Fuck, maybe we do redo part three with Ben. The only two people in the audience that you could connect with is Loomis and Michael. So, like, who the fuck are you supposed to cheer for? Because Jamie, like, Loomis is kind of a fucking shitty doctor, and Michael's the fucking killer. He's he, he's uh the body count is high, but not the really. kills are meh. But not really. Choice view. Well, uh, you know, looking at you, fucking Kelly Meeker. Hey, all in cops all, do it by the book, homie. I'm just, I, want I felt like that. I could relate with Sheriff on this one. Sheriff Meeker. Oh, Sheriff Meeker's fantastic. Dude, the fact that he's balls like, out. out of everybody in that fucking movie, that, that's the guy that I'm like, you make the most goddamn sense. You're actually kind of following the correct protocol for all this bullshit. Yes, Sorry, sir. Sensei, I'm not trying to interrupt. No, you're fine, because yes, I know you, I know, hey, so here's going to lose you, because all in all, you think this one would be easier to love if you compare it to all the others in the franchise that come after this. But honestly, this is where you fucking really feel this franchise slipping away as soon as you fucking see that buttfugly mask. Oh, my God, that mask. Holy shit. And you, I mean, like, it, dude. It's so bad, Here's the dude. craziest thing. So, get your talking shit. to fucking Marshall from the Horrible Horror Podcast. Lord Marshall, like, peasant. Hey. And he's like, you know, Halloween used to be my favorite franchise, but he's like, it's slowly becoming Friday the 13th. And then for all my years before yes, Nachos and I started this yes. thing, Halloween is my franchise. Right. He's a Friday the 13th guy. I'm a fucking Halloween guy. I love them all, to be fair. Yeah. No, yeah, I'm not hating on one or the other. But, like, Halloween's always my favorite franchise. I love Michael. Sure. But the more I fucking start putting this franchise... Is Riley snoring? Yeah, he is. <laughs> the more I start putting this franchise <laughs> underneath the microscope, the more I'm like, you know what? I start pulling this thread, it doesn't fucking stop. And it starts... With this fucking movie Before. right here. I mean, it really does. Because at five, five, uh, we, we, is agree. there a movie that brings it back though? No. Part six. Hold on, hold on. Cause it really doesn't. Here's oh, the thing. Yeah. Cause you have to watch two movies. We, we debate. We both agree that part five is the worst in the franchise. A yeah. lot of people say that it's, uh, a shut up, Dr. Benny Resur- Graves. Resurrection with, with, uh, uh, Buster Rhymes, which I disagree because Buster Rhymes is awesome. <laughs> 
But it's again, dog shit again. But it, they get the director from part two back. You start pulling this thread and you really want to look at it in this microscope. You go, what makes this franchise so great? And you go, well, one and two are fantastic. Well, obviously, when Rob Zombie three shows is up, very, very unique. Right. But when you get to that, there's there's really nothing holding this together. And this fucking this this franchise made it to nine movies before fucking Rob Zombie rebooted it, and then we got it rebooted again. That's so like 2018 is dope as fuck. It's like, oh no, it is, it is. But that's we'll right, get that's right. to but again, that. But again, we'll but again. get to that. Somebody that's never seen the zombie reboot of this, I did see that the zombie reboot like fucking ruined the the, the goddamn franchise. He didn't ruin it. We'll he tell just, you off. He air. ruined his. We'll own tell shit. you off, everybody. But like when you look at this compared to again, Friday the Thirteenth. Even if you're going to cut out part five, which everybody hates, but I don't. One through four, unfucking touchable. Yeah. You're going to take yep. fucking yep. Nightmare on Elm Street. Two, uh, two is fucking hard to swallow, but one, three, four. Hold up. Uh, Halloween three, Nightmare on Elm Street two, they're in the same vein. Right. Where does Drop Dead Fred fall into this category? On my lap with a hard ass dick. <laughs> but it's just, it's this franchise where I'm like, I look, I'm starting to like look at this under a microscope. I'm like, how can I really defend this and say this is this is my favorite franchise and why? I love well, Mikey, Cincinnati Jeff. I can but explain I can't that. figure it out. It may, it's got to be Loomis. It's got to be somebody. So I give it six evil on two legs out of ten. That's where I'm at with it. Yep. All right. I mean, well, we're I, all real close. I yeah. can explain that. You know how you accept this movie with arms wide open? Oh, God. <laughs> can it? Can it? Uh, like, I. I have like so many questions I want to ask, but at the end of the day, I, I I know it is what it is. I just, but I guess my biggest question is, uh, as the Halloween franchise and Michael Myers being what he is, how many fucking movies can you make before you start losing ideas? Right, because you're you're running out of fucking ideas. Here's the thing: when do you get to part five, buddy? So well, there's like you know, put guys that just behind a mask and just want to kill people. That's not a problem. For whatever it is in the Halloween franchise, they fuck it up every fucking sequel. The mask looks like shit. The fucking characters are weak. That they kills rewrite, me. They rewrite Mikey. You think fucking four looks like shit? What do you fucking see? Five this, or th- seven? This this is what H2O? fucking kills me. This is what fucking kills me. Is if you have shitty writing. All right, I'm going to get fucking real passionate for a second. Like 11 if days. If you have shitty writing and it sucks and you can't make a fucking movie and you're like, I can't write this, the least you can fucking do is put money into your costume design oh, yeah. and make that shit look <laughs> fucking scary and freaky as fuck. So if you have a movie yeah. where you're like, the writing isn't there, we're not going to fucking have the writing there, we don't know what we want to do with this series, we don't know what we want to do with this movie, let's at least make the motherfucker look absolutely Wait terrifying. Wait till we bring you back for five, and you... you're like, what the fuck happened? You've got everything going on, and... Uh, Whose house is this? Nope. Just, just whose fucking just house let it is this? All of a sudden, we're just in a new house. Ha- just let it happen. That's what kind of upset yeah, me yeah, about right. four. Was yeah. I was like, it's kind of lazy writing, and you make him look like a fucking fuddy duddy. What the <laughs> fuck is this guy? This guy looks like a fucking Dollar General, Michael Myers. This is how I want to. This is how I want to sign off for this. Uh, actually, this I have to ask you guys a very important question. Go ahead. Uh, good. Before we end this, go ahead. If you had a magical time machine, you could bring something back from the dead. What would you bring back? Uh, I'll give you guys some time. I'll straight tell you. Do you guys remember Union Station in St. Louis? Yes. Okay. So, like, it's dead now. Or now it's like a fish 
It's an aquarium. They have a bunch of stuff now. It, it was dead, but they we brought were it just back there one. a few days ago. Yeah. Uniquely, the funny thing is you bring it back, but they they brought it back. Took my well, nephew there a few days ago. Oh, but I actually look at cool. You want the right. fudge backer? The OG. Remember going there and all those motherfuckers screaming like, "Clap your hands if you want to see that fudge arch." What? Clap your hands, clap everybody! Everybody, everybody clap your hands. hands. You want to see some fudge? Touch and my little butthole and my hand. Lamar. Bunch of white people in the background just fucking clapping their hands like, give me fudge, give me fudge. Yeah, they're like, you get white fudge, get the fuck out of here, honky. And I'm like, I'll take it, it still counts. <laughs> fucking, all right, what about you? Uh, what about you, handsome Ben? <sighs> what would I bring back from the dead? You know what? I, I'm going to say what I said earlier. Man. Gut instinct, pogs. I loved fucking pogs. All right, tell kid. me your Or top- moon boots or moon shoes. Sorry, moon shoes. No, nope, break said your fucking po- ankles. You said pogs. So what are your top five slammers of all time? Because I can tell you uh, my number. I could give you my three. The one that fucking Hardy's used to give out during the yep. Apollo fucking 13 yep. movie. Oh, my God. That motherfucker. Yeah, it was that fucking movies. green. It looked like moon rock. That was awesome. Heavy. Wait, what? No, 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 no. I had I had those stupid fucking you had to buy them in three set increments. You don't buy shit. them; they came with the fucking fake yeah, ass whatever. Head you buy the food, you get it for free. Wink, wink, yeah. nudge, nudge. Uh, I had those fucking. It was three cylinders. Then you had to get it's the fourth four. one with the tip and the bottom and all that shit. Hey, the bottom uh, was its own thing, and the tip came with. with are the you last telling one. me I missed out on an integral part of this bullshit? So there was the a bottom, glow in the dark moon rock slam. So the bottom one. The blaster. I'm the killing first my parents. Yep, came, came with the fucking. Uh, came with a fucking moon rock style. It came with the frame. slammer that was this color. Yep. and glue in the dark. Yeah, and it it had a yin yang symbol. Since he is yeah. fucking a hundred percent right. Yeah. I distinctly remember I, I this. I have this still in my closet. It's those fucking slammers, dude. Yep. Those things were heavy and yep. shit. Mm-hmm. It was I, awesome. What about you, Sensei? What would you bring back from the dead? I didn't have that, but hold up. I need to tell you about my so, best slammer ever. I had two of them. One was a magenta Frankenstein face from Universal Monsters. Yeah, Monsters, whatever. Not that Rob Zombie movie that's about to come out. And I had an aluminum. Fred Gwynn. That was uh, Herman Munster. Trying to flex with me, buddy? Because don't go near that road. Road. And then I had like a fucking aluminum venom face slammer. But all right. Go ahead, Chief. Don't say what you said, Iraq. My love life. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that fucking Iraq. You fucking Don't gob. say it. <laughs> you know what I would bring back, honestly, that I've thought about recently? Ecto cooler. Hardy's fried chicken. Do you remember when Hardy's used to have fried chicken? They used to compete with KFC. African American fellow, what? I think you meant to say is the peach cobbler in those buckets. Which in these times, why would they not bring it back? Because the big argument now is like Popeyes versus Chick fil A with the fried chicken sandwiches. Motherfucker, Hardy's yeah. would blow that shit into the motherfucking Hardy's water. Hardy's full on fucking fried chicken buckets and baskets and so shit. Good, dude. Oh my. Chicken strips, that. those fucking that. fried chicken strips. Oh my. Dude, God. you're not. Wrong. All right, all, all right. right. I think no, before we end this up, I got, I, got a little, I got a little piece here. Right? Three inches because hard. this is where I feel like the fucking franchise jumps the shark. So I want to say I this one this thing. I think this is the last. We can put the cap on the franchise at this point, but uh, sorry. There was once a great American named George Henderson. He met a woodland ape or a Sasquatch and despite its dangerous message to environmentalism, became his friend. 
When the time came to do the hard thing and send it back to the forest where it belonged, and the birds could perch on his shoulder because he was gentle, George Henderson summoned the strength, and by God, he did it. Did it hurt? You bet it hurt. Like a bastard. But he did it because it was the right thing to do for the woodland ape. You think about that. That's what I want you to think about when it comes to thinking about Halloween part four. The woodland ape is one of my best friends. His name is Matt Mitchell. Did I miss a thing? No. I just want you to think about what George Henderson gave up. Something he loved. You talking that fuck boy from the Beatles? I'll throw him off a roof. <laughs> the message was missed that's, on... That's, that's George Harrison. <laughs> Nachos missed the fucking Yeah, message. Jehovah's Witness or whatever the fuck you said. George <laughs> Henderson. George Harrison, And a dude. Sasquatch. Yeah, Harry and the Henderson. Dude, George Harrison was the bass player for the Beatles. No, dude, let me get y'all no. fucked up for a second. Oh, Paul McCartney I, was the bass player. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. George Harrison yes. was the lead guitar player. Yes, yes, I'm Dude, sorry. Dude, so I was hanging out with my brother the other week. Anyway, I, the point is, is that you brought in something that you love, and you've got to fucking send it back to the fucking... Are you talking Harry and the Hendersons? Yeah, you got to get rid of it John before it gets fucking... Him? Yeah, because, before it gets fucking hard, because we're about to get to fucking part five at some point in fucking time, and it's like, look... You genuinely researched that shit for that. I'm gonna, I wrote... Just want to end the, I, I, I just want to end the episode. I just want to end the episode by saying one thing. Listen to Orange Joe. One Don't. thing. One thing. We're ending this, and we're going outside. I just want to say oh, one Casey thing. Casey villain this. Paul McCartney's Christmas song makes me want to fucking chop my dick off and throw Simply it at children. Simply have nope, a one. See ya. Yeah, Goodbye. No, Fuck you guys. This is a great talk. All right. Hey, before we leave, check us out. Uh, here comes spooky.com. We're on fucking all kinds of social media places. Our only fans. You can we have check one us now. out. We have a Yo, fucking I, I made hotline. 740-666-2814. Cincinnati, Jeff, what is that number? One more time. 740-666-2814. Drop us a line on the hotline. One more time. I didn't hear it. 740-666-2814. Patreon. We've got a new Patreon member, Tom Aerosmith. Thank you, Smith. You got Tom. We've got fucking Simple Ben, Matt, Huey, John Zinkin. All of the fucking cool Brewsters who donated that fucking level. Really appreciate you guys for fucking helping out the show. We got a new fucking roadcaster because of your fucking Patreon donations. We love you guys so much. Also, on social media, find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Here Comes the Spooky. Love you guys. Always. Nope. Nope. I have a very personal message. For our Patreon subscribers. Way to fucking interrupt this fucking energy. I just listen to Orange Joe. Yes, please. Um with dollars a month. You have helped I'm me. I'm so fucking bored. You have helped me go to <laughs> speech therapy so I can pronounce the words and exorbitantly do the goodest listen I can. To Orange Joe. So I just want all you little goblins out there, Cincinnati Jeff and Uncle Listen Ben. Listen to Orange Joe. We just want you guys to know to always. Listen to Orange Joe. Stay, Stay spooky. spooky. In your bottle, boys. <laughs>